Yo, 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 once again, this is with this Messengers Podcast. I'm Mo. I'm Mike. In this thing, man, got my dog Drew Money in the Zoom board meeting with us. Ah, ah, ah. How y'all feeling? Feeling good. good, man. Three more days. I see, I see you, I see you, you ripping and running in these streets, man. What's going on with you, brother? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I can dig it, man. I can dig it. Big <laughs> up yourself, always, bro. Big up yourself. <laughs> I just want you to know, I see you, brother. I see you. <laughs> yeah, man, but how's that week done, man? I'm pretty uh, good. Much better, much better than last week, but you know. But that's always a positive to rebound from a kind of bad tail end of the week, but it's been much better so far. For sure. For sure, man. It's a lot going on this week as well, though. But you know, on the on the you know, the bullshit that we gotta talk about type side. It's a lot going on out here. Um shit, we had the verdict since the last episode. We was talking about the case with Tori and Meg, so we'll go ahead and get straight into that. Yeah, man, we go ahead and get straight to it, man. So, I mean, as you all know, uh, Tori has been found guilty of all three charges in his uh, case, that gun assault case involving Meg Despite. Is of, of everything going on, you know? So, I don't know, man, Mike, man, they, they, they hit him with all three, man. How you feel, bro? I was honestly shocked that he got got a clean sweep on all three. I thought, you know, he would have probably just maybe ate one of them, or I honestly thought it was going to be all in his favor. Um, but I guess California, you know, they I've heard that they gun laws are pretty strict, and like just getting off the charges. I think one was negligence, one was um, gun possession, of course, and I think the other one was. Uh, uh, assault with intent or something like that. One of the two. Yeah, negligence. Yeah, you said negligence already. Right? I, yeah, I said negligence. Um, yeah, I think that was the last one that you said too. Yeah. So honestly, I was shocked. I mean, just based off you know all the evidence provided, it seemed like it was a reasonable doubt case. It wasn't. Um, I, I think there's a situation probably where I think. In most cases, he's going to appear to 22 years. He gets sentenced next month. But to think that he was going to get a clean sweep across the board, no, nah, I didn't see that. I honestly didn't see a situation where they would find him guilty of all three of those charges, not based off of the case and how everything was presented. I mean, me and you, we talked about it last last pod about, you know, the the wild inconsistencies within some of the testimonies. Um, two of the main ones that stood out to me was, of course, the witness and Kelsey herself. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, honestly, how they came to that decision, because, I mean, based off the law, if there's any ounce of reasonable doubt, that's how you have to call it. Um, but I think when I felt like it was kind of dragging that they might have been leaning towards it. But I didn't think they was going to find the man guilty. What you think? Uh, all three charges that is kind of wild to me. Um, like I said last week, it was, it was too, it was too inconsistent on either side for for both parties to me. That's how I felt leading up into you know deliberation talks and all that. I just felt like it was on both sides too much. Like, I mean, evidence aside, because he do he did it, it, it's, it's evidence for for both parties. <laughs> But the testimonies is what really like 
But really, like, I'm like, okay, like, what, what really happened, man? Because even, even the witnesses weren't even, weren't even helping as far as like the case yeah. for like a solid oh, story. Oh, like, when, I, call, when, call, I, read, when I read one witness, the one witness, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, him. He was the one yeah. that, like, like the, and he was a defense. I mean, he was the uh, the defense witness. Yeah. I, I I don't know, man. Like I don't know, bro. So can he can he do an appeal before he gets sentenced? So you gotta, gotta wait till he gets sentenced first. I uh, know, man. That's crazy, bro. That's that that's just crazy. I don't. And me saying that, like I'm not saying Meg Lyon or nothing like that. I just feel like the is that that case just was too up in the air for me, man. I'm sorry. And I feel you. I think his sentencing is like on the 17th, I think, or 18th. Uh, maybe the twenty third, one or two, but um, yeah, it was just too, it it was too up in the air, um, and I would have called it the same for anybody else. I mean, it could have been anybody. I just couldn't find, I couldn't find that person guilty based off of that, and the fact that Kelsey got immunity, like again, her being big, the big Joker in this, she again to me was a big Joker in this case because I don't know nobody who would get immunity if they didn't have anything to do with it. Right. And then the witness said he saw a woman shoot and then Tory shooting everywhere. I guess they take that as the uh, the negligence act. But when I'm thinking, when I'm thinking of shooting everywhere, I'm still thinking of a struggle, bro. Like <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Like I, I really can't see a scenario because you could take a gun from somebody, or you could struggle with somebody and um can just be unloading the clip to get all the bullets out. I don't know so many different scenarios, but. I still think that there was a struggle over that gun, and I think that Kelsey is is a lot more, uh, how can I say, involved than what has been put on. Because to me, I don't think she gets immunity. She doesn't feel she had any parts in it. I damn sure went ask. I didn't. If 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 I didn't have no parts in it, it would be no need for me to ask for immunity. I would have been like, yeah, that nigga shot her, man. Straight up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like even even her, like even when she was on the stand, like what I was reading, what she's saying, I'm like, man, like I don't know, man. This shit just is it's, it's just too it's too all over the place. Yeah, she did. She did a whole bunch of lying on the stand. Fucked up the whole shit for the prosecution because that was their witness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know what they what they took. I don't know what the jurors took from everything that was presented that stood out because I mean I'm gonna be honest outside of them three main pieces everybody else is irrelevant to the case I don't feel a need for EJ that had testified um there was no need for the bodyguard that that went witness to testify um the driver should have testified everybody who's in that vehicle should have testified right and yet, ain't, ain't the bodyguard ain't some shit with the, that same dude that was missing that's the same bodyguard they were saying somebody the bodyguard went missing. That's who. That's who dog was in the car. No, that's a, no, that's somebody else. That's just Meg's bodyguard. Oh, okay. I I thought that was the nigga in the car with them. I'm about to say like, what is what's really going on, man? But bodyguard, right? I don't know, Mike. Man, that shit crazy, man. Like I don't. Know, I, it's still, it's, it's crazy. Still, it's still no truth being told, and you know, of course, it was a big. I mean, when I got it because I was out at the time and. Cause when the news dropped Friday, Friday night, it was, was like Friday. Friday. Yeah, it was Friday night. So it's it's they, you know we they three hours behind. So it's kind of still like late afternoon for them. But it's about to be evening. It's about to be evening time for us. So 
Yeah, probably man. Like two, probably two something, three something over there. Hey, I mean, dog, dog, taking no plea deals. I'm seeing a lot of people saying he should have took a plea. Um, I've seen some people say he should have took a plea stand. and some shit like that, unless you 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 got some type of fault and you admitting some type of fault. So I, I'm if if, if he didn't take no plea deal, I can't really, I can't really be mad at him feeling like he's innocent because I mean, I ain't fighting shit that I know. That you know, <laughs> it's just too, you know, that it's too, too stacked up against me. He might have felt like he, you know, was going to win this shit. So I can't really fault the man for that. Like that's what that's what you got lawyers and money for. If you can afford good lawyers, like so. I mean, I don't know, bro. <laughs> that shit is wild, man. So that man was that man jail two days before Christmas. Two days crazy. before. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know neither. I just think I don't think this is the end of this though. What do you think come from this though? What, what, what next can happen? Oh yeah, he's definitely killed. And I think if 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 a judge reviews this, he's not gonna get he's not gonna get the time handed down to him. He's not. There's there's if I'm just going by the letter of the law, there's no way I can see based off of the evidence that was presented that points him as the shooter. Right. So no. I mean, I mean, because we got the case now. Lawyer, another judges have to look look over this shit based on how they feel. You're right, like you know. So we have to see, man. I guess we gotta continue, you know, keeping an eye on on this now. Being that somebody actually in jail behind us now, so. Yeah. Oh, I know there's a there was a lot of this the conversations around me, certain media outlets who was putting out false verdicts. Um. Prior, prior to the official one coming out, and that's always I feel like that's always going to be a nasty trend that's never going nowhere. But I think this this would just be just a, such a high profile case because you got to think we never seen this in rap in terms of the the heightenedness and the awareness and you know so much like people was really refreshing reloading Twitter like a sports ticket. Yeah, waiting wait for the verdict, man. So I don't. Yeah, it was. They really was, right? Like, I don't know, man. Did you see the shit that everybody was talking about Essence Essence magazine earlier? No, nah, what happened? Cause they was they tweeted they they tweeted something like Meg meme and it was like one thing about them tables and it had like a meme of Meg like laughing. And a lot of people was like, Man, that shit crazy. Y'all tweet this shit after the fact, but y'all didn't y'all didn't update no nothing on the case. But y'all y'all, you know, push this whole thing about, you know, protecting black women, which is real, but Y'all ain't y'all ain't tweet nothing about this shit at all. I see. How did you feel about the brownstone member who's taking out her I say it uh plaque? Oh, I didn't see that. So that was the, that's his first hit though. Like, you know what I'm saying? He sampled this song. Oh shit, I didn't see that. Damn. Yeah, so everybody's mm. like that shit kinda some people agree with it. Some people are like, bro, like that shit don't even make sense. You know, now all of a sudden you want real, like no disrespect to her. You know what I'm saying? Like I love that song when I was growing up, but I mean, we wouldn't even have known about that shit unless you know somebody picked it up due to the case. Like I mean, no disrespect to her. Like I don't think that's like real news. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. if she of... wanted to do that, then that's cool. I mean, that's yeah, that... her. That's well within the right. I can't even argue her on that. Um, I do understand the other side of people having there. It's like, all right, bro, like that yeah. shit kind of 
why you why you plus but why'd you do that now and, and and not when you first find out about it like you know what i'm saying that's how i feel and my whole you thing felt like that this whole time why? and you wouldn't have left it hung up the whole time here's the thing though i don't think in no situation should people wait for the verdict though that's what that's what i'm saying like why she went to the verdict you can do something the verdict shouldn't matter like you had it hung up this whole time for two years. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Because there's innocent, <laughs> innocent people who go to jail and there's, you know, people who did do some shit who don't go to jail. You know what I'm saying? So it, it go it go both ways, rather whatever you want to believe. Um, but yeah, I don't think this is the end of this whole saga. I don't think it's the end. I, I truly believe that he's gonna fight when he whenever he gets sentenced, he's gonna fight his sentencing, and I think he'll be home sooner than later. Yeah, if I have, have to, we'll see, have, man. Cause like I said, this. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I will see because that should that should definitely coming up. So we'll see for sure. So you know, people was uh. You know, everybody got a kick out of Tory Lane's dad outside the courthouse, and you know he had a lot of choice words and shit. How do you feel about people rolling with the conspiracy theory about uh, Sean Kelly, the witness, meeting with Rock Nation upstairs, and like he didn't even say nothing to to the defense lawyer Tory, none of his people, nothing. He just spoke with you know Rock Nation and shit like that. Do you think that had that's real? He met with them for real? Yeah, yeah, he met with them upstairs. Wait, hold on. That's like a confirmed thing? Like, that happened? All right, now, see, like, when I first saw people talk about the whole Rock Nation shit, I thought it was, like, some, you know, niggas just saying, oh, like, you know, fuck Rock Nation. Like, I didn't know that was, like, a thing that like, that nigga met with them. What what point, what purpose is Rock Nation, like, you know, what are what are they playing and conspiring to put Tory Lanez in jail? Did they want something from her or something at one point? Like, I have no idea. It could be to protect Meg, I think. I don't think it's, it's nothing for them to gain, but I'm going to say this. I don't see a situation where the witness meeting with Rock Nation had anything to do with Tory's verdict. I think when you start talking about cases like this, I think people got to really step back and analyze some shit. Um, this is not TV. You know what I'm saying? This is not TV. This is not a movie. This is not a game. This is real life. So I don't see a situation where Rock Nation would insert themselves as far as witness tampering. You get what I'm saying? And if they are, I mean, they might got some power that I don't know about. But witness tampering is a very serious thing. Now, do I find I'm it? I'm saying, like, is, is, Hove, is Hove, like, going this far? Like, I don't. I think are we giving this nigga too much power? Like you know what I'm saying? Like what's, he has. What, we, I, what are we doing, bro? Like, like this, I don't think he's gonna overstep those boundaries. Do I find it odd that he would talk to them and not even say nothing to the defense side? Yeah, because you're the defense witness. So like, what reason would I you? I have a lie, bro. You gotta send me a link to that. Like, I need to read that. Like, um. But I mean, I don't see a situation where they had no hand in it. I honestly just felt like it was the decision was um I honestly don't know how they came to that decision, bro. I really don't. If he was gonna I feel eat, like when it come down to it, they had to get a conviction. Somebody had to get convicted for this shit, being that it took this long. But see, here's a and that's why I feel like that's dangerous because yeah, when it comes to the court of law, it is what it is at the end of the day. Right. Regardless of, you know, the movement, 
or feelings or emotions or somebody has to go down for this. You see what I'm saying? I mean, you got to call it what it is. And based off of my knowledge, because I'm not really that deep in law, but I do know if there's any doubt within a case, you have to call it like that. That's what they tell the jurors. That's what they tell them. Yeah. If doubt, that's what you have to call it. So if, you're, if your mindset going into it is, well, man, I'm trying to go home. It's the weekend. Um, let's flip a coin type shit. I'm not saying that's what they did, but I'm just saying based off of the evidence, I couldn't see a situation where they found that man guilty, regardless of how, and there's no disrespect to Meg, you know, or anything like that because she was hurt. And I've, I've definitely been consistent with that point. She was hurt. The biggest debate is about how it happened. Yeah, how the, how the evidence broke down is just too much inconsistencies in the air. Like, That's this wasn't I'm like a clear cut case where, like, hey, he for sure shot this nigga. Oh, he for sure shot Meg. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the evidence don't point to that. The evidence is too much inconsistencies in the evidence. And then for me, it's, it's the testimonies. There's too much inconsistencies on that. So I don't know, bro. Yeah, I mean, but it is what it is. It, you gonna have to sit till it come out. I'm not really getting into the conspiracy theories aspect. I see people floating around Tori's video when he was talking about the record labels. I think this was uh, pre-COVID because I remember he was talking about how he was leaving his label. He was going independent. Then he had a couple of IG live videos where he was breaking down how the whole shit go down and da da da. I don't believe that has nothing to do with the situation. Everybody was in the situation because of drunkenness and bad decisions. Yeah, that'll do it. And all of that shit could have been avoided. I like I, I still don't believe that it went how, you know, the prosecution said that it went down. That's just my opinion. But, yeah, this is not going to. What, what do you think happens if he wins his appeal? Nothing happens. Everything, everything has been done now. As far as his public image, everything has been done. I think um, it's I think it's worse for him if he wins his appeal. It's worse for him. I think it's worse for him in the public, in the public eye. How? Because you got found guilty of doing something when somebody was hurt and you beat it. So now the narrative will be around, oh, you got off. Oh, like on oh, some Bill Cosby shit, the technicality shit. Basically. I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't argue that at all, honestly. But I mean, I think that's like, like your. I mean, I do agree it's going to be bad, but I just feel like it's, I mean, it was already going to happen anyway, whether he was convicted or not. But now it's just, it's just, you know, the damage done now. Yeah. I mean, he's still, he's still going to sell music and shit like that. Like, he got fan, he got a fan base from what I see. Like, I mean, niggas fuck with his music, but, you know, I don't think he's going to have any, like, big public deals and, and shit like that now. Like, that's over with. He got to rely solely on his artistry. Did I ask you ask you last pod? What did you think? What did you think happened that night? Uh, I think I, I think you did. Uh, just so, I think it was a, like you said, it was a, it was some bad decision making, and it was a, a fight did go down, and people made bad decisions, and shit happened quick, man. Shit happened too quick. Do like, you, you know who do you who do you think done first? Uh, going off the testimonies, I wouldn't argue or be surprised if Kelsey had the gun first. I wouldn't be surprised at that. 
that's just from like taking everything in since you know, especially since the verdict happened. I wouldn't be surprised if she had it first. And how do you think the shots were let off? That I don't know. <laughs> that I don't know for sure. Like we don't I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened after that. I just think with this whole situation, it's been two plus years of too many different stories. It got dragged out way longer than it was supposed to. So, I mean, yeah, yeah we'll definitely wait February roll around because I don't, I don't think this is going to be the end of this shit, man. To be honest, I, I, I don't, I don't see a situation where, you know, whatever, however how many years he gets, um, he's going to do that full time. I definitely see an appeal coming. And I'll be shocked if he does lose appeal. But if he, it, I mean, if he does lose, and if he loses, it, hey, dog, you just got to sit there. You got to take that. It is what it is. Mm. It's something. But, hey, I, I still feel like we'll never get the full story, though. Oh, no, that's that's over with. That's over with. We might get a, a like, a, a true-to-life movie, like, 20 years, 15 years from now. We might get that. <laughs> I mean, it's a true to life. That's crazy. <laughs> one of them type of, you know, based off, you know, inspired by true event movies, one of them shits. We might get one of those. <laughs> For real. That shit wild, man. That shit wild. But, hey, it is what it is, man. So, uh, we get to talk about this last week, but uh, Pusha T is no longer the good uh, music president, man. He said he's finally stepping down. Um, him and Kanye are currently not on talking terms. I did read the article. Um, there was some mention about how when, you know, they did have these disagreements, Kanye appreciated the fact that how Pusha never, uh, you know, killed him in public and shit like that. But he did say they are not on speaking terms as of late. And he will be stepping down as a president. Um, I'm just interested to see his next moves because, you know, Pusha, Pusha T still has a lot more music to give us. Um definitely gonna be always looking for some new music from Pusha. so he's dropping the gangster grills um january or february too damn that's what's up a gangster grills that's that's gonna be crazy that's gonna be crazy pushy t and drama that's crazy well drama drama so he he said he's not done man 2023 starting all right for him at least so hey i ain't mad at it keep running that shit up dog so what you think think about that whole situation man with Kanye and uh, Pusha, I mean, um, I read some of that article too. Um, I, I feel like with their relationship, as far as, um, them, cause they actually friends, you know what I'm saying, or at least, at least before then, they were actually friends. So, you know, um, it's clear that they just at two different points in life, bro. Like that's how that's how I'm taking all this shit, man. Even. Me as a fan of Kanye, like, I mean, I don't relate to nothing that Kanye had got going on. Um, I don't I don't have the same relationship with him as Pusha T got as far as, like, you know, that being my, his personal partner. So, you know, I think you're probably like, man, like, I mean, you my dog, but it's like, bro, like, what you got going on, brother? Like, not outside the Jewish shit, like, it's just... He move he moving a little sporadic, bro. Like it's just a lot going on. So I don't know. Maybe niggas just not talking to each other for just give each other some space. Like you never know, you know. But him stepping down as as a good music manager, I mean president, um, that say a lot. But I mean, it is it's business. 
So what, what do you think going on with good music now? Like, it's a lot. Like, is that can you, can you say the, the lights off now? No, I would say it's at a standstill. It's at a standstill. How long that standstill is, I can't say. I do anticipate. I mean, it might be close. It might be. You never know. Um, I still think Kanye will put out music, but in, as far as any other artists, I'm not sure. I doubt. I doubt we see any more releases from good music for a long, a long time. Yeah, especially off the heels of everything that he done been saying out his mouth, it wouldn't be a good look. Yeah, as far as yeah, so I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. But like you said, man, I'm gonna definitely always keep in tune with Pusha T got going on. Like, I don't think this affect him going forward. He already had a, um, he already had his own music group like while he was running good music. So maybe he just gonna focus on that more. I think it's called Air. Air some air music group or something like that. Mm-hmm. So probably just gonna use his time to focus on that more. Just run that. It's it's interesting to see how that whole timeline went because Pusha T been with good music for damn near ten, and just to see yeah. how line how the whole timeline unfolded, it's crazy. Like if you would have told me in two thousand twelve this would have been the tipping point for good music, I wouldn't have believed that shit. Hey man, I would have that. That was a that's a decade though. Like that's crazy. Like and then honestly, Pusha T is really the only person I would see willing to take that job. You get what I'm saying? Like as far as being a president of good music, I don't see nobody yeah. else willing to step up to take that position. Not right now, at least. Nah. Mm. I mean, cause it's like I mean, it's like if you take over good music right now, it's like everything's out of stand. Bro, like ain't yeah, it's at a standstill, and it's like I never, I never say Kanye is is blackball. Black Kanye, not blackball, but it's like a lot of people not going to want to fuck with no artists that come under that umbrella right now, like unless you got like real star power, and like who's going to really, who's going to risk that right now? Like you know, if you if you're a budding artist, like who's going to do that? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That just don't make that doesn't even make sense. Like, but you know. I don't know. I just think with Kanye and Pusha T relationship, I mean, which they did a pretty good job of not really exposing too much. Ain't no telling what type of conversations they done had on a personal level. But, I mean, you already know my my views towards Kanye right now, and it's just... Dog just gotta get right. I feel like he know better. He just gotta get right, dog. That's really all it is. He just has to get right. If he wants to... You know, men relationships if they're even fixable, but I mean, just he needs to sit down for about two, three years quietly. Yeah, quietly. I agree. I agree. I mean, we heard that from him since that Alex Jones shit. So you know, who knows? I don't know, man. I just, I just, I just feel like it's a situation where he just needs to pull a soldier boy, man. Soldier Boy sat back for like a, a year, two years, literally didn't say shit. Came back 2019, you know, back on the ship. But prior to that, you know, Dog was always going viral every week. Just be getting in trouble a lot too. Getting in trouble, doing dumb shit. But and when, when he sat back for that one year, a year and a half type shit, like literally didn't hear from that nigga at all for a whole year. Literally went up in nothing, didn't say shit. So I feel like Kanye is in a place where he needs to take the same route. Because that's the only way a lot of this shit is. I think when time, time can heal all. You see know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and his music, man. So you you really only one hit away from anything, honestly. He's like you say, he take a he take a strong year and a half, two years back, and just come back with some with some fire. Like niggas not niggas gonna accept that shit. Like it is, it is what it is. It's the music industry. One hundred percent. And we coming up on the new year too. You, it's it's rare cases where you get new music at the top of the year. You get what I'm saying? Like niggas really yeah. start projects like probably like after February and shit like that. So this is a time really when niggas is, you know, trying to lay low. I mean, you had some projects that came out in February, February, shit like that, but the bulk of it really is post, post-February. But I'm really interested where Pusha T takes this new direction. If he takes people with him from good music, I mean, who will follow his lead? I don't know. That'd be interesting as well. Big Sean, you know, follow Pusha T. That'll be interesting if he do that. Uh, who knows, man? Anything, anything, kind of, kind of, kind of possible with this music shit, man. But that would be interesting, though. If Big Sean went that the new. It's called Airwave. That's what it's called. He went with like Airwave, Airwave music. So I don't know, bro. That is interesting, though. That's an interesting possibility for sure. I wonder if, even with I. I, I think the ultimate move was when Def Jam separated themselves from them. I think that's when Pusha T really had to sit back and be like, all right, bro, like, just even from a business standpoint. Yeah, from I a might, business standpoint, it's like, bro, like... Evaluate some you, shit. You got you kind of costing me a lot on the business side. Like, I mean, you straight. Because you, you, was, you was willing to, to lay down on, you know, that's on, on whatever, whatever hill that was, whether you agree with that or not publicly, but you know that that is that is kind of on his you know his shit right now. So, you know, it is what it is, man. Plus, we don't know what you're talking about personally. So that's my thing. Like, I don't, I ain't seen them like publicly dissing each other this whole time. So, I don't know what they talk about personally or the type of conversations they have. So, honestly, that's how a lot. Of, that's how a lot of shit should go. Yeah, at it, you know, because they've they've had. They've had a very close relationship for years now. Yeah. A lot of respect for each other. So a lot of respect for each other, regardless of, you know, whose view is this. And I oh, don't know, man. This thing Kanye just <laughs> I saw you can really do, man. Like I saw you can really do. <laughs> hey, that's all I really can say. Like he he made his bed, bro. Yeah. He really made his bed. It's unfortunate because he had a lot of good shit going. And you know, you know the crazy shit. Like he did all this, but that that last track he dropped was fire as hell, bro. <laughs> like, oh, I did. Yeah, what was the we, name of that? We'll be free someday or some shit like that. That shit fire as hell. That shit that was beat crazy. And he did that right after. Then he had the little Adam Jones snippet at the end. <laughs> shit, wow. I mean, you can never take artistry, but as as far as him as a person, like I said. Especially if you don't been listening to this podcast, you already know my stance on it. Um, like I said, I hopefully we can see what Pusha T goes from this, even as far as uh, you know, give what his experience as president. Does he segue into another president role at another record label? Is there somebody willing to come in and be like, "Hey, man, you come over here and you know oversee this right here, do this," whether it be Interscope, Atlantic, you know, whoever? Because I think that's a position that he can he can fit. Not only is Pusha T still rapping at an elite 
an elite level, his business acumen has always kind of like seemed like outside looking in has always been on point. So I don't think there's a situation. Yeah, he, he know how to run a label. He ran one for 10 years. So I mean, you're right. Like he definitely he got the resume for it. So his his work is far from done. Far, far, far from done. I, I don't even think even as a even as somebody as an overseer of a label, I still think he has a lot more years and work to put in and be credited for. Right. Cause you gotta think when you start hitting levels like that, most of those is extra like post forties, fifties, sixties. Even seventies, you see what I'm saying? That's right. when they really mark like their stamp, putting their stamp as far as like music, music business. You know, they resume and shit like that. But I wouldn't be surprised if we get that phone call from a label, though. I wouldn't be surprised. That shit coming. He need to matter of fact, just go ahead and take over Def Jam because they they roster his ass. He can Over- definitely be a, a, a fresh <laughs> a breath of fresh air on their roster for sure, as far as you know running shit. So. Atlantic, Atlantic been putting they footing everybody ass. Yeah. <laughs> Atlantic be having be having a they've been having a rock minute now. I want to say a strong six years now. A I guess strong he's going to uh either Def Jam or 300. Mm. And you know, so I didn't even put uh Kevin Lyles and them recently sold 300. They did? Yeah. I don't know how Who much they Sold it. I don't know who owned that shit. Damn, that's crazy. I need to look into that. That's crazy. Yeah, Kevin Lyle sold that shit, man. And it was a big, it was a big deal too. You know, salute to him, Kevin Lyle's. You know who that? You know his name um, rings bells in the music industry. Of course, you know he's been very successful. So yeah, for sure. Hey, did you see that shit with Justin Justin Bieber sold his masters for two hundred mil? It's crazy because I was just watching a podcast with uh Mano and Jim Jones, and Joe was asking them like if somebody was to come to you like for your catalog, how much would it how much would it take for you to entertain it? And they was just throwing different numbers out there, and Joe was like twenty million. He asked Jim Jones, "What did they say like twenty million? He was like, "Uh, twenty million. I I might take a meeting. I might take a meeting." He said thirty million. He said thirty million. Yeah, we I, I probably would do that because I don't know what Mano exactly said, but. It's crazy. I mean, a lot of people feel like as if because here's the thing. If you have masters where you have like a record, let's say like a Mariah Carey has a, a standout record that you know is going to make heavy, 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 heavy money till the end of time. I probably would want to hold on to that. And I remember Lupe Fiasco had an interview and he was talking about how he actually got Cohen for his masters. He said, for what? What you want him for? To do what? Yeah, what? I saw that interview. I saw that one. He's okay, like, what now- you what you going to do with them? <laughs> like, What's your masters for if you I mean what what value does it truly hold in in a sense? Like what 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 more money you gonna make off of them? So I think it just boils down to the artist. Uh Justin Bieber, I'm, was it exactly a hundred million? Two hundred million. Two hundred million? I'm not surprised at that. He probably could have got a little bit more, but I'm not surprised at that. Are we are we undervaluing masters? Because we kind of had the same conversation when when Wayne sold. He sold his masters, Drake and Nicki Masters, right? So no, so it was a percentage. It was a percentage thing. So he sold a percentage of their masters and and all his masters. Whatever percentage he had, their masters, he sold it. Oh, he, okay, 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 okay. He sold they he sold his percentage of their catalog. All right. So, so did he? That was it. He didn't sell his masters. No, he did. So his it, masters. And his 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 stake in their masters 
but that was like what 200 million too right something like that so it was his included with whatever stake that's basically like a normal like say like uh i'll just put it as simple as i can uh, i'm not that deep into the music let's just say uh you and reggie you and reggie put out a, a cd and let's just say um i own five percent of it yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. I sold 5% of my, my masters. Yeah, I but get y'all, that. Y'all still have y'all shit. Yeah. I yeah, just I sold up body for X amount of dollars. That's basically what Wayne did. I get it. Uh, I didn't want to, but that's a good question. Um, I would like if, if he sell if he sell his masters for 200 M's, how much you think like an artist like like Taylor Swift or 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 like a bad bunny, like how much would you think their masters be worth? Billions, but you would think Justin Bieber would be up there though. Like I think Justin I would, Bieber, I would think around, I would think around four or five million for 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 Taylor Swift for Taylor Swift Masters. No, for Justin Bieber. That's what I'm saying. Like I thought it would be like 300, 400 million, bro. We talking Justin Bieber here, like he might, he might be. I mean, a lot of them probably just look at it like, bro, let me just go ahead and get my my money now. I'm not really concerned about the continuous income. Offset records because when Jim was talking about it, Jim was like, "Bro, I would, ha- I would highly have to consider that." But he he was pretty adamant about saying no to twenty million because he said we fly alone made over twenty million. Right, right. That makes sense. That it don't it don't make sense for him to sell his whole catalog for twenty M's. You know, what I'm saying? you know, he said, you know that. Yeah, go ahead. Say, yeah, because he because Mano Mano thing is like, bro, like you got to think. And they willing to give you boom, hey yo, they got thirty million right here, right now, boom. So I mean, it just it, it boils down to the person. It really does. You know um, what that remind me of? It remind me of that meme where it say, "Would you would you take seven thousand a week for for the rest of your life, or or twenty million right now?" <laughs> yeah, I'm taking twenty million right now. Yeah, yeah. That's probably that's probably how they feel with the masses. Like I'm I'm probably getting. <laughs> X amount every month, but I take I take a large cash off for it right now. Cause you know why the seven thousand is not moving me because there's no duration on my life. Yeah, there's no guarantee. But yeah. there's a get the twenty M's right now, right? And that's what it boils down to. They they mindset could be, you know what, bro? Like I'm not really worrying about the commercial money it might get. You know, the ad money it might get. Let me just yeah, go ahead that and money my- that money gonna get made regardless. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of artists who hold their masters dear to their heart. We just saw that with a, uh, was that Anita Baker or was no Stephanie Mills? Stephanie Mills. That was, or, that was um, it was both of them. I think both of them had masters I, issues. I think it was Anita Baker. I think I, she was the latest one, but I know Stephanie Mills had masters problems too with her masters. But it so was Anita Baker's though. That's the last person that he was talking about that with. I think that's a conversation that just boils down to the person. They, do whatever they want to do. So, like, yeah, if you want to put my record on this right here, you gotta call me about that. Yeah. They're probably thinking yeah. long, they're probably thinking long term for their grandkids, kids, kids, whatever the case may be. Some might sell it, take that hundred million, take 20 million, 30 million, you know, invest it in something else and make it. But I think we are kind of I think we starting to see a trend of that, honestly. I know it's a popular thing to own your masters while you're still active, because that's where the le- record label is getting a lot of their money, but I think it just boils down to the type of deal you sign. Yeah, um, you know, that, was, that was a big thing about Birdman that a lot of people didn't do, and a lot of record labels kind of turned their head away from him because he was asking for something like that. But Interscope was willing to bet on him, and you know, a lot of them 
a lot of them at the time was like, bro, we don't do deals like that when you own all your masters. Are you crazy? Like, no, yeah. he owned that. But Scope was like, nah, like, if you want to own your masters, cool. And they roll with baby. Baby got 30 million in 98. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like, it, I think it boils down to what you hold near and dear to you, especially while you're active. What's important to you? And like I said, I'm not that really um, in depth in terms of the business acumen in terms of that, but I know just a little bit. So I know, you yeah. know, I look at the percentages, the points. You you want to get I, certain. I remember, I remember that interview. Like I remember, uh, I remember Lupe. I remember Lupe talking about that shit. But if I was if I was an artist like Lupe and I had a song like Kick Push that got endless possibilities. I definitely want my masters for that song, like for sure. That song, mm-hmm. I've been in video games, movies, all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So I feel, I feel Lupe if he if that was if he wanted his masters. Yeah, and it's in point down to how much money is it making you at the time. Yeah. Now, if your masters is making the label hella money, then yeah, I <laughs> yeah I, I need fun. that. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. And some people just want it for sentimental reasons. You're just saying just the freedom aspect that I can do whatever I want with this shit. It's right. not going to be. It gets to the fact that I'm not making no money off my masters if I ain't getting. I want 100% income off my shit. It could be that. And you could be right. some the labels play hardball, some of them not. Because, I mean, we kind of hard on the record labels, but my, my 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 side of it has always been the business practices. I do understand that the, the record label, they take 100% chances on artists. And there's a lot of artists it talked about that did fail, because at the end, at the end of the day, the the record is giving you an opportunity. They are putting money in your pocket. They fronting you for recording sessions, you know, promo, all that. Trust me, I get it. I understand that. I'm not saying they can't get money neither, because I think that was another conversation I see somebody have it talking about. Um, I think it was off the heels of the Irv Gotti Ashanti shit, and he was talking about is it is it fair to? He's like just playing devil advocate. Is it fair? To somebody like Irv, who puts this time into this artist, and you could just 100% get everything off of that record, and I don't eat off nothing, and I can understand that side of it. Like, if I'm if I'm an executive of somebody, and you know I put this in play for you to make this record, or I actually help make the record, but you want 100% of everything that comes from that, I don't get. It don't nothing. work like that. It don't work it, like that world it don't work like that but i do also feel like this should be a fair shake when it comes to shit like that an artist shouldn't just be down and out while wow, you 100 reaping everything and then even the other side you see what i'm saying it just gotta be about like shout out to rico love rico love talked about that on uh, not rico love no is it rico is it, no i'm not no what's rico from um from uh dungeon family and he was talking about I took all outcasts, all outcast shit, but he didn't do it. It was 50-50. He said, I did a 50-50 thing with them. Even yeah. though I I did this, I did this, I did this. I said, no, not going to do it like that because we a family. But a lot of people ain't really stand up like that. Yeah. Because yeah. well he was well within his rights to own all of that shit. I think that's what it comes down to, biz- business morality, man. <laughs> that's all it is. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. And especially if you know that you're doing some fucked up shit. Like when L.A. Russell was talking about that whole uh, Rock Nation thing about the $700,000 mistake. Yeah. Like now, had I not said nothing, was y'all going to pick up on that shit? 
that'd be my thing. And then I honestly, because you know, he said he didn't get to talk to Hove about it, so he don't know if Hove knew knew about it. Like, do you know what type of business you got going on and shit like that? But my whole thing is, even if it becomes, even if I hear it in passing, walking down the hallway, I gotta address that because we can't have shit like that going on. You see what I'm saying? You can't handle yeah. an artist. Because if he don't catch a seven hundred thousand dollar mistake, how was like he would have got paid? You tell me he would just got paid forty fifty grand. That don't even make sense. That don't even make sense, bro. That don't make sense. That is crazy. And to me, as an artist, you know, I appreciate y'all want to get that right. But just going forward, I don't want to do business with y'all because this shit right here shouldn't even happen. Y'all basically we trying talk to... about we talk about some shit where I'm basically signing myself over to you and you fuck that up. Like <laughs> that's that's a that's a big deal. <laughs> it's like, oh no, no, this is the right deal. We're gonna go ahead and then you fix it within minutes. Yeah. That that'd be my thing. If you fix yeah. it. <laughs> it's like, all right, man, like you getting over, bro. Like you, you, you trying to get over, man. You that's try. That, that's that. That's that. What's, what's, what's that? Rock Nation shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful. And I'm tired of everybody hanging up on the whole. You know, well, that's how business is done. That line oh. should be abolished since 2019. Now we're three years past that, and probably even a little bit before that, since the heightening of the conversation that started. No more of this is the standard. No, because the same people that talk about. Oh, black excellence this, black excellence that. You can't still lean on the fact of this is a standard business practice. No, change. No, it. that's not change. Y'all, we should be the new standard. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, change it, especially if you know better. That'd be my that because really that was used to be my whole thing with the ditties and the rest of them. It's just like, bro, okay, that if that's how you was taught, cool, my nigga. That was 1990. You get what I'm saying? No, I, I definitely, I get that's why I'd be like, well, we're in 2020, it's 30 plus years later, dog. Change yeah. It. Why are we still having these same conversations and y'all supposed to be the niggas that's running this shit? Because in 1990, you was 22, 23 years old. You're 50 something now. You're 53. So it's not like you haven't had the time and experience to understand how shit go. Because, like I said, I don't know the ins and outs of everything, but just the fairness aspect seems to be missing from this shit. And it's blatant fairness. That'd be the right. thing. It's something that's, that's hard to compromise. This is shit that's not hard to compromise. This is, I feel like this is some simple shit. And it's purposely getting missed on that front. Just because greed. That's really, boy, that's what it boils down to, greed. Yeah, that's all it is. And like I and like I know Meek, I, I always say this about Meek. Meek is so easy to pick on, but you know, when he when he starts talking about his, like his independent route, I really salute him on that tip because he seems to be very knowledgeable about what he had going on in terms of going independent, why it made the most sense, the X amount of money he was missing out on. Like when he talked about how going bad like made the label like 15 to 20 or something like that and he asked the label well how much did I make off that and they basically told him like um gotta check you know da, da, da. I'm like the fact that you even started out with um is, is alarming <laughs> <laughs> when the rent cost me 200 something K to make 
That's a that's that's a that's a nasty that's a nasty move, bro. That's a nasty move. So I be understanding the independent route now because a lot of them want to get paid up front. And if you got a solid fan base, ain't nothing for a person to go to that link when it drop and go get that shit. Or if they one hundred percent like own it outright, go ahead and put the shit out in the Apple stores or whatever the case may be. Because I think that's starting to really be the trend. You're gonna see a lot more of that. Because matter of fact, speaking of, Future just sold his masters, didn't he? He did. Remember, he sold his masters some months ago for like seventy or eighty M's or something like that. Uh, he, I didn't. I I might have I might have seen it and forgot about it. But if he did, I mean, 80, 80, 80 million sound right. Dog, listen, I'm looking at this shit now. Future, future sales catalog. Future has sold his publishing catalog to influence media partners. Um, the Atlanta track veteran has finalized a high a high eight figures deal to sell his publishing catalog to influence media partners. He said, I put everything into my music and I wanted to make sure these were in good hands as I thought about the next chapter of these songs. Future is quoted as saying in the release, I am proud to partner with Renee, the founding advisor at the company and team at Influence Media and send a signal that this music has timeless value. My music is art, and these songs represent some of the most precious artwork of my career. Uh, the news comes on the same day as Billboard piece on Kanye West alleged interest in selling his share of his publishing catalog for $175 million, 35 times his gross annual profit. Um, Kanye contradicted that post, though, a few a few minutes later, based on what they say. So, yeah, high eight-figure deal. So I was, 80, million, I was, 80 million sign about right for future. That sound about right. Should I wouldn't be mad if you got a hundred too, honestly. But I mean 80 sound I mean, about right. It would definitely be worth it. Yeah, for sure. And it's like he's still active, so you know. And that's what I'm saying. I think we just get to a point now where people are really just starting to, I mean, either run it up and and he's like, bro, like I really ain't gotta hold on to this shit. Let me see what I can get for it. And he, like I said, he's still active. Like that's not it. Like he does. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Definitely, definitely. But I didn't know Justin Bieber sold his shit for the for the one for the uh for the two hundred. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's different when you actually get the offer. Like when people would be like, man, I'll never sell my shit. So I mean, I, mean, I give you two hundred million for your shit. You'd be like, hold on, bro. <laughs> I checked for 200 mil, bro. Like, <laughs> that dude, that dude changed it. Though. I know future cards like 80 M's. So let me go sit down with these niggas, man. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> a at quick 80 M's, bro. Come on. Let me bro. let me take let me take the beat in first at least. Let me take hey, that's guys. that's why he that's why he's talking crazy on some of these verses now, bro. Oh, that's yeah. Why he, that's why he's talking crazy. And yeah. I still smash on C. <laughs> that's what I, you, like when when Joe when Joe asked him about that number, that 20 million, Jim was like, he was like, nah. So man was like, bro, keep it a buck. He said, nah, uh, 20 might might give him a meeting. So then when he said 30 million, he's like, 30 million, I might, I might go ahead and do that. I might go ahead. Cause you know, I he's like, you know, I ain't no slouch neither. Like, I got some records that made some shit. I got some gold records. So I got yeah. So I'm pretty like, sure he, he, they, I'm pretty sure they got paperwork that showed him all of that shit. So he knows. 
they, they review when they go to assess the value of somebody's catalog, they look at this the data behind that. Shit. Yeah, they got they got they got they got paperwork for all that shit. So I'm pretty sure he know like his big songs, he know how much them shit made like to date, like from then to now. So I know I just man. Don't, I, I don't want it to ever be in a situation where it was like Pusha T and Malice and you know 2002 selling, you know, ba da ba 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 for like 50k, like five hundred. Yeah, that's that's that'd be my thing. But I mean, if niggas cool with this, and I mean, they're not they're not getting paid a little fifty thousand or nothing. Like they're getting millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, they get they get high. They get high. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's not like these don't sound like crazy deals. Like as far as you you thinking they're getting shortchanged. So that's why that's why I don't I'm not really against none of it though. So. I came across, yeah, but salute to Justin, salute to Justin Bieber though. I came across this tweet the other day. I thought this shit was interesting. Uh, let me see if I can find that shit. All right, so it was talking about the most popular websites since 1993. So like the most popular one out the gate was AOL, right? The least one was some shit called CompuServe or some shit like that. And this shit basically is just going through the whole timeline through like the 90s, bro. So like for the whole 90s, AOL was kicking everybody ass. Yahoo was second. Uh, MSN. And it's crazy because I haven't logged into MSN probably since 04, 03. No bullshit. Same uh, thing with Yahoo. <laughs> you see know what I'm saying? eBay started kicking up some steam like 2000. You see know what I'm saying? Amazon, right. Google. Google first hit the next 2001. Then they started creeping up the ranks real fast, like around December 02, because it's going through the timeline right now. I'm actually looking at it. Um, of course, you had XGs. XGs was doing this thing. It had like 500 million users. Now, at the time now, Yahoo became number one around, I think, around like 04, 05. Google took over the number one spot in May of 06, up to like 7 billion users, based off these numbers I'm looking at. Um, MySpace had a billion users up around... In between that time frame, Facebook kicked up around end of 0809. YouTube kicked up around 09 up to like 4 billion. And then Google took over the number one spot like 2010. They've maintained the number one spot since 2010. But I was surprised that Amazon never creeped up, creeped up that high. Uh, what, like, what they, they been like, they been like far down on the list or they even like, so like, so out of the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Out of the ten, they're like number ten right now. We're at April. 20th. Instagram got up to at least maybe the eighth spot for like yeah. three. Um, I think with Amazon, I don't think I don't think it matters. Like as long as they're not top ten, I don't think nothing else matters because they're not in the top ten right now though. Yeah. You know but who 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 you think is at the ten spot right now? If you had to guess, know. probably like a like a food company or like a like a like a something like that. X videos is number ten. <laughs> so the top ten as of right now is Google, YouTube, Facebook. This is in order: Twitter, Instagram, uh, Baidu, or whatever that shit is called. Um. Oh, let me see this shit. Um, 
Yeah, I, and X video. Uh, I can't think. Yeah, this shit started over. But X videos round out the top ten for sure. That's crazy. That's crazy. But I mean, Amazon they they reach so far out, like in the real world, like you know, and they got they, they got a lot of traffic on their own personal on their own personal sites. But I mean, I would think it would be at least top five, though. Honestly, I'm just thinking about it now. I sound kind of crazy that a porn site is, is is higher than them, but TikTok not even in the top ten. What'd you say? TikTok is not even in the top ten. In America, yeah, that would make sense. America, TikTok was getting a lot of their they traffic overseas. Mm. You know what I find interesting too, bro? A lot of people are really getting information off of TikTok. Oh yeah, they got all kinds. Of, you can learn a lot of shit on TikTok, bro. Real talk. There's and whole look, pages like just dedicated bro, to teaching like certain things. That shit is like Google, but for like people actually doing it. Yeah, like a, a lot, a lot of young kids are learning shit off TikTok, bro. Whether whether it be good or detrimental, like they learning shit on there, bro. Real talk. How do you feel about the talks about banning TikTok? Uh. I don't know, man. I don't think we should ban that shit, bro. Honestly, because, like, like I, I gotta be saying, like, we in the information age, bro. Like, I mean, how else are people going to get certain get get certain information out? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, whether whether you whether you take good or bad from it, that come down to you. Like, how you how you come up, how you how you raise and shit like that. I don't think the app responsible for that. Like, they just provide a platform. Mm-hmm. It's the people at the end of the day, you know how it's the talk. people. It's the people on that shit, like. And I feel like we get we got to it now where you could curate your timeline and have so many different settings to not pay attention to certain shit if you don't want to see it. I used to talk right. about that all the time with the mute feature on Twitter. I got so many words in the mute words section that it, it's beautiful. It's now, beautiful. I'm gonna lie now. Twitter, Twitter been kind of in the shithole last couple weeks since Elon took over, but you're definitely right. You can still curate a lot of what you see. How you feel about that? Uh it's a it's a lot, man. Like the quality of Twitter has gone down a lot. I'm not even gonna not even gonna lie to you, bro. This the ads are out of control. Like it's just I don't know for some reason like the the like even like the, even down to the algorithm it's not the same bro. Like it's not the same. It's wild when you make a reply to a tweet an ad pops up. Like yeah, on. it's like I don't I'm not I'm, I'm not understanding that shit. Now? Did you see that? Did you see that report they had where it was uh it was like a racism towards blacks on Twitter went up like two hundred percent. Not surprised. <laughs> when Elon took over the racism towards black people. Went up like two hundred and forty percent or some shit like that. I gotta find that shit, but it's real. I was reading that shit. I was like, okay, like. <laughs> I'm not surprised, bro. But he did say he was gonna step down as the CEO based off a of Twitter poll. He not stepping down. I don't know. He might. I mean, if he do, he's still gonna have hands in it. I mean, he's still an owner. That's what I'm saying. Like that, he still. That don't mean he don't still own that motherfucker. He yeah, that's down. what I'm saying. He still calls shots. Yeah. He's just not gonna be calling shots. That's all that shit mean. They was asking about who who would be a good person to replace, and they talked about Tom. Tom from MySpace. Yeah, I'd say Tom if he wouldn't be compromised and running it. If he take that job, he's gonna be compromised. Bro, how much he sold Facebook for? Five hundred million or some shit. Something like that. He he got paid. He got paid and off MySpace. Ever since then, you know what Tom been doing? 
You traveling, taking photos? Traveling and taking fucking photos. That's all he been doing. He don't post nothing on social media but his photos. Like he say he don't fuck with the social media shit, bro. That's crazy. Tom really just be fucking chilling, bro. I I don't think them boys fuck with social media. Like them owners, like the owners of this shit, they don't fuck with this shit like how the average person like is consumed I, by social media. I, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg or none of them. That's why I think the original owner of Instagram sold it so fast. He sold Instagram to Mark Zuckerberg for like one point. He sold it for like one point two. Remember now he sold that shit 2012. Yeah. He, he got out, hurt. he got out quick. He got out quick. Because Instagram started what like 09, 2010? 2010. So he he stayed two years. Getting a billion dollars for two years of work. I'm mad at that, bro. I mean, I wonder how much Instagram worth now though. Uh, I know, man. They they, they got they Mark, don't Mark, Mark fucks Instagram up too, man. Matter. What you said? He, he would dictate the price of that shit anyway. Oh, it's definitely worth more than what he paid for it, though. Oh, it's way worth more than way way more than one point two billion. Whether, whether we like whether we like how it's ran, it's still worth more than that one point two billion. Bro, how do you feel about this? Now that we're 10 years... Officially, I felt like Instagram really took took shape 2012. That's when I got on Instagram. There was a few people who was on it 2011, but you had to really... First of all, you had to have an iPhone. Yeah, it was, just, it, was, it was iPhone only. But I say officially for everybody as a collective, 2012 was the year that everybody was fucking with Instagram. Now that we're at the end of 2022 going... How do you think of the 10-year landscape of Instagram? Since we got that shit. Since we've got Instagram, Instagram has dictated a lot about how a lot of people move on social media, which plays solely into their mental psyche. <laughs> that was a lot, but it's real shit. <laughs> Do you think, I, I'll put it to you like this. I think Instagram's peak was definitely 2012, 13, 14, 15. After that, it slowly started going downhill 16, 17, 18. Yep. I want to say probably 20 when the stories really got introduced. When the stories, yep. I think that's when it really started going hill because it fucked up with the interaction with people on the timeline. And now we got this real shit and how they dictate the algorithm. And now it was just, bro, I see. That's why I, I don't like the, the following tab and the Instagram tab. I feel like the following tab should be the main timeline. Like yes. I shouldn't over to following to see everything in chronological order. You get what I'm saying? But the thing with the Instagram main timeline is I see more suggested posts than I do my own people. Yeah. And they could literally have just post something two minutes ago, but you know how I do, oh, you caught up on the timeline? That should be lying. I ain't caught up on the timeline. Yeah. You, you, are miss, you done miss so much shit. You're already showing me some suggested shit. Well, I you know how many times I go and I hit that little three dots and I'd be like, don't show me this again. Yeah, don't show me this all again. the time. Don't it's, it's, it's... and the shit work now. Don't get me wrong, the shit work. Even when I go to the explore page, oh my my explore page is to how I want it now. That I will say. But yeah. now like bro, like all the shit is just reels. And it I think the interaction on Instagram was so much genuine. When it first started, I hate to sound like that guy, but that's just what it is because people are even even weird with you liking the whole. Remember, we talked about this a few years ago. People don't even like when you like a whole bunch of their pictures. Yeah, you 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 automatically a stalker or something. 
You weird, like you weird now. You weird now. You show somebody love on Instagram, like Yeah, shit, wow, bro. The shit is wild as fuck. Like it, I don't, I don't get it, bro. But it's just like now, Instagram is just in the note shit, man. I muted so much notes. I don't want to by the DMs, man. I'm sorry. This is not Facebook Messenger, bro. Like, no. I'm sorry. That mute that note shit is 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 a dub. I I kind of I kind of I I see I see what you're saying, but I kind of I'm not against I'm not totally against it either. <laughs> Let let's call it what it is. That shit is for for diving in DMs. That's what that shit is for. <laughs> let's go ahead. We go get cut cut to the chase. Instagram notes is to for diving in DMs, bro. That's what that shit is. That's all that shit is. That's so depending on what depending on what she got in the, on the IG notice, what you you hopping in there? They throwing the hints, man. They already throwing <laughs> the hints. That's that's. that's is. That's they, the lay, bait. they laying doggy bones. That's the bait, man. The the the, the Instagram notes is for the <laughs> bait in the DMs, man. That's what that shit is. They they dropping doggy bones, man. They dropping the doggy bones, man. So you fuck with the feature? No, I'm not. I'm not against it. At first, I was like, man, that shit whack. But then, like when I started really seeing what you can you can do with it, besides like the the the, the, the DM shit, like I mean, it's it's cool. Yeah. I feel like they trying to get on, be on some Twitter shit. That's really all it yeah, is. Yeah, that's that's what I see. I can that's why I see because I don't know, bro. Like I feel like once Instagram get like some shit like spaces, Instagram could probably take over Twitter if you be if you be oh real. Oh god, you know how much dick riding gonna be if Instagram. That's gets what spaces? I'm saying. Like if they get a like a spaces feature, like when you add the video with with the with the uh with the voice with the voicemail with the voice room type shit, that would be crazy. Like think about it, bro. Right, it's gonna be niggas. It's gonna be niggas like this. You gonna have That's what I'm saying. it'll be just it'll be just like this. We can record the show straight on Instagram. That'd be hard, bro. What if what if you can pay? You pay like a pro, like a pro membership. You can just record your content straight there, and you could possibly still get paid and shit off there. That would be hard, bro. They already segueing that with the subscribership. With the subscribership. It's all about the almighty dollar at the end of the day, man. Niggas is finding ways for that. That could be a thing. That could be. Because a lot of people are taking advantage of that subscriber shit. I'm not subscribing to y'all shit now. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, a lot of, no, like, uh, some of that shit more was like, come on, bro. Like, no, if, some of it I'm, ridiculous. Some of it ridiculous. When I like your pictures, like, I'd engage in your shit. What more are you giving me? Nine times out of ten, you probably already selling a t shirt or something on there, which I'm not against either, but I mean, you might as well go to OnlyFans, and when I say yeah. OnlyFans, <laughs> that's where it's gonna go too. What if you do like an Instagram, an Instagram red or some shit like that? Like that'd be like the adult Instagram. That's what I'm saying. And when I say OnlyFans, I'm not just talking from a sexual content because OnlyFans started out as some shit for fitness trainers. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of shit that you do on OnlyFans. It ain't just for the sexual it's, content. It's, it's chefs with Insta with OnlyFans pages. I believe it. But with the subscribership, I can see to where, yeah, you're right. It could be a situation to where, but how does Instagram fit into that mold as far as a payout? You get what I'm saying? Like, what percentage are they getting off that? Even right. when I don't, they get off when people purchase badges. You know, somebody. I think, can- I think I think you pay for like a pro membership or something. If I'm not mistaken, but that's probably how they get their money. But they probably would want a piece of like, uh. Your like your badge, your badge payout. They probably take like a little processing fee off that or something. 
I don't know. Man, I just feel like as more and more time coming, it just becomes more about the money, more about the money, and less and less about the engagement. Like, bro, I even be seeing people be like, dog. Even when I post a picture on Instagram, that shit different. Niggas be like, I post a picture, close the app. <laughs> That's you gotta think, crazy, dog. Niggas, niggas. You got to think, bro, like, when, when you post a picture on the timeline and you scroll the timeline, it might just be you on that motherfucker for a little minute. <laughs> it might just be you. I tell you, that should affect, that should affect niggas down to the mental, bro. Like, that's it. You know niggas are subconscious about Instagram posts, bro. Bro, motherfuckers. So I even see somebody talking. He might have just been trolling. Nigga talking about something. Oh, as a man, you ain't supposed to be doing no photo dumps. But right, I see what, what can we What can we do, bro? A lot of women shooting that shit down though. I seen them shooting that shit down though. I see them shooting that shit down. Like, nah. Man, what can what can we do, bro? Oh, that shit was crazy. Dog, did you see the Drewski shit? <laughs> Which one? When the niggas was having the ugly Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nigga say, nigga, you ugly. All Drewski do is post that nigga picture. Like, Damn, nigga this nigga me. ugly. This nigga's like, I know you not talking. <laughs> <laughs> it was about four niggas in that day. <laughs> All the niggas ugly as hell too. Like that shit crazy, dog. Like niggas crazy, dog. That shit crazy, bro. That shit had me weak as fuck, bro. That shit just go. That shit go to. That shit just go to show you, bro. Everybody ugly to somebody, bro. Everybody ugly to somebody. Some uh, people just ugly to more people. Bro, listen. That shit had me dying laughing, bro. I'm like, that shit is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, Drewski Drus- just posted that nigga picture. He didn't say nothing on, on top of the tweet. Nothing. You know, so crazy. <laughs> Back to the Instagram thing. Uh, a lot of people just been comfortable with posting in the story. You yeah. Know and that really would it be too. Like people just became more comfortable. Just I, I just didn't really see it being as far as engagement wise being this less whack. You gotta think. You gotta think. Some people might see. Some people look at these they story views and they say they might be like shit. I get more story views than actual photo likes. You know what I'm saying? I just post on story every day. But how do you, do you think do you think certain pictures you may post on your story get more views than other things you post on your story? And if so, how is how does that get dictated? Are they purposely pushing a certain picture to 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 your audience versus other pictures? Probably, you get probably how many likes they get in a certain amount of time. They probably got formulas for this shit, but that's the crazy shit. That's a good question because they probably got foremost for that. How I many? If you post a picture and that shit get an X amount of likes in like five, but, ten minutes, they might push that up in the algorithm more. So let's just for example, let's say you post a picture of you and your girl in your story. Forget the likes in the story, not the likes. The views are tremendous. Yeah. But let's the next day you post a picture of like some sneakers or something. How are they knowing? Like how are how are people so engaged? With your story with you and your girl versus the sneaker, you gonna like how is Instagram knowing? You know what I'm saying? Because they have yeah, to see yeah, it. yeah. All they see is a ring. Yeah, all they, ring. they don't know what's posted yet. That's my question. That's yeah. how I, that'd be my thing. I don't know, bro. That shit, that shit crazy, bro. You definitely right though. I don't have certain stories be like almost a thousand or like in a thousand. Then some of my views be like two hundred on you know, certain stories, like. In the same day, too. The most views I had on a story is probably 190. Yeah. 
I've never cracked like 200 views in a story. I done did that a couple times. But sometimes it'd be weird because it's like, bro, like how does how this do that? But then like other shit don't. That that's my question. How does that happen? Like how does Instagram knowing when to push or how to push certain shit? But the, the algorithm is just all fucked up. All niggas yeah, act chronological order on Twitter and Instagram. That's it. Yeah, that shit crazy. Cause I don't do the home view on Twitter. I do not do that shit. I do latest tweets. Yeah, I don't fuck with I don't fuck with that with that home page shit. No. I see latest tweets, bro. Let me let me get that. Let me because that shit there, but even on Twitter, you got Driving now to Twitter, you got the Twitter blue shit. A lot of niggas is that shit for the edit feature, and I always said that I didn't, I didn't want to fuck with that edit feature. But now they actually tell you if the shit was edited, just in yeah. case some bullshit. But you know, I don't know, man. That shit, that shit, everything is taken. I just feel like it's becoming more and more about the money as time go on, and less about the engagement. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I did see, don't get me wrong, now, I wasn't naive. I knew that at some point you was going to make some money off of Instagram, especially when they introduced the video. And they was trying to compete with Vine. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they introduced the story. But even before we had the story, like, all you had to do was post. You couldn't post in a story. Yeah. It's just like, it's like posting on the timeline is like some jail type shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, niggas outside. You supposed to be inside, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I like niggas, niggas post it on the timeline, but I mean, like you said, that shit play on on niggas psyche and shit. Yeah, they know that. That's the, that's the sick shit about it. It's, it's only gonna get worse for niggas' mental mental status, man. People, it's only gonna get worse. People do it down because you now you know you can uh, hide the like count. So like, yeah. if you somebody photo, it can just say like by you and others and shit like that. So you can't see a like count. Um, people pay attention to how many people view their story and all type of shit. Shit crazy, bro. Everybody want to be seen, man. Everybody want to be somebody, man. Everybody want to be somebody. But, I mean, the internet has definitely came a long way since 1993. I didn't even know the internet came out in 93. I thought it was like 95, 96 or some shit. Yeah, I thought it was like 95, 96 too, but yeah. And, man, if they would have had Instagram back then... Think about who would have been Drewski then, or who would have been, you know, um, a lot of the comedians would have probably just, been bigger. And you get what I'm saying, like, like imagine if, uh, imagine if uh, Anthony Johnson brother played Ezel had Instagram around that time. Yeah, he would have been going viral. He would have been going viral, like you know, what I'm saying that's just that's just one person. I'm not saying he would have been like the only nigga, mm-hmm. like. Like Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin had been viral as hell back then. Mm-hmm. Like all kind of all kind of comedians. Like that'd be my thing about the, about the whole like because some a lot of comedians don't really like the Instagram comedians because they say it's not real comedy. And I agree. Like getting on the stage is one of the hardest things you can do. But best believe if they had had that shit back then, they'd be utilizing that shit too. Yeah, they would. One hundred. That's why I don't subscribe to that shit that they be talking that that old head shit talking about. Oh, there was. I see the tweet of the entire tyrant put up talking about you know old head favorite thing is to say there was no Instagram, there was no Twitter, <laughs> and they they true they true to a certain extent, but y'all niggas would be on that shit too. Man, they would be on that shit heavy. They would be y'all on would shit. be on that shit too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was also a report I had seen about how men are more interacting with women on uh online versus in person. 
I forgot what the percentage was, but like, like a lot of men have only had interactments with women online versus in person. They gotta tighten that shit up, bro. Honestly, that's that's not that's not the only thing in life, bro. We talked about that shit on here before. Like niggas be scared to talk to females in person, but be the player player on and on the on the Instagram or in the, on the Twitter and shit like that. We talked about that crazy. before. It's crazy because the shorty I was just kicking it with the other day, she was telling me about like how you know, a nigga was, um, you know, seen her out in public shit like that. But then when he got home, he found her Instagram and holla. He was like, I just seen you. That's weird. That's that's the weird shit. That's the weird shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? You even got to, even if, even if it's also shit where, like, you just come introduce yourself. Like, you don't got to ask her on a date that first time you meet her. Like, that'd be the thing, too. A lot of niggas feel like they got to, you know, lay it all out the first time you meet her. Like, it's weird when you see somebody, don't say nothing, and then you try to hop online like a couple hours later, like you like you've been talking to them like the whole day. No, you weren't, bro. You had your chance to, you know. Yeah, speak. like just just say hi, like introduce yourself or something. Like you even gotta, you know. Yeah, simple hi can get you a long way. Yeah, you could have asked for the Instagram then, like you going to find a nigga Instagram after you just seen him. That's weird. Listen, you I don't talk. gotta ask for the number or all that shit. But hey, what's your what's your socials or whatever? Because that's what they want. They're they gonna give you that anyway. Hey, listen. When I'm on the field, I'm on. The, I talk yeah. to. Them. <laughs> but I, when I'm on the field, I talk to them. I, yeah, I, so if you like that's 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 listen. what this shit's about. Like, I don't get why niggas be like. <laughs> I don't know, man. In person, man. I I don't get it, Mike. I don't get it, bro. <laughs> That shit, bro. Like you gotta, you gotta talk to them girls, man. Like that's how they. I, and I think they, 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 they look, like listen. Contrary to popular belief, girl, them girls love that shit, man. Yeah. Girls approach them, talk to them, have a conversation, like, and you just confident. You just, that's what it bought. That's what it really be. It's a confidence yeah. factor. It's a confidence factor. Yeah, that's why when niggas be hating on when certain niggas they feel like get the girls that they should get. I'm like, well, shit. Obviously, that man got a certain pedigree of confidence that you don't got like because you be seeing these girls too why 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 he why he not afraid to go approach them and you are because that's what it comes down to a lot of them like the confidence and and they scared of rejection that's what it be all she gonna do is say no and life keeps going bro like it happens to the best of us everybody gets told no that's 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 a part of this shit man if you can't take it then i mean that's what that's what this shit is about. Like you, if you go out, if you go out one night and you holler at ten girls, at least three or four of them gonna say no. That's not about right. Yeah, that's not about right. That's if you know what I'm saying. In some cases, you can have a uh, can have a great night, but yeah, that's that's a solid average. If we had to do an average, that's a good average, about three to four. Especially if you know how to talk to if you know how to talk to women, yeah, probably about. Three or four might say no, even if you know how to you know, talk your shit. You you still coming up on top because that's seven six. You get what I'm saying? That's, seven, that's a high percentage still. That's still a high percentage, bro. So I don't know. I think with it with and with also, I remember little dudes make it easier now. I don't gotta go out to holler at women. I mean, they be right here. I see them all day, which is true. But he's different because his age also. So he done did the in person. And now he mm-hmm. doesn't have, you know, the internet. So with him, I can understand it. But somebody who just came up in this era and only know this, bro, you got to go outside and get the talking yeah. to. Yeah. 
A lot, a lot of the younger niggas are fried socially, bro. You gotta see. I even seen a nigga say, "Man, my brain done got so fried is that I don't even want it if she don't look like an Instagram model." I was like, "God damn, nigga!" Yeah, you 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 too far gone, bro. <laughs> he ain't never been around a real woman, bro. That's what it is. You only like Instagram type models. That's that's not even in your like. You know what I'm saying? That's not even that's not even in your reach. Like realistically, you know what I'm saying? And the one thing I learned, bro, if a woman, because this seems to be a, another topic on the TL. I matter of fact, I seen the TikTok the other day. I'm gonna send you that shit. You know, everybody be talking about the same old topics and shit, and, and people was talking about like, oh, you know, the the latest topic has been talking about like how you know women taking a day off from work and all that shit, and you know, women. A woman spending time with you and shit like that. A lot of y'all want to change the rules for what this shit is, bro. It's prostitution, bro. That's what that shit is. <laughs> you trying, trying to dress it up as something else to try to make it sound mobile and less like that. Bro, listen, if you taking the day off and you telling a nigga to pay for your day off and y'all fucking on your day off, that's technically what that is. You know you know what they've been saying? They've been, they've been saying companionship. Yeah, okay. That's not what that is. Hey, but you, hey, you know, that's why I'm, I'm thinking about that. I, me and my Dang. girls was tripping off that shit. They had a tweet and the shit was like, um, it's a lot of it was Carlos Matter Carlos um from um 85 Saba tweeted, he was like, it sure was a lot of holes on the timeline. And it was like an actual like cam girl, she was like, uh, she 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 said, nah, we we escort slash uh companions. And another nigga was like, not not the whole pronouns. This <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole pronouns. That's what it is. <laughs> We we escorts and companions. Nah, nigga. You a hoe and a hoe. That is like you can't because no woman is gonna ask you to pay up. No woman has ever in my life asked me to do no shit like that, bro. And, and one thing is one thing is for certain. If you a new listener, if you're an old listener, if a woman wants to spend time with you, bro, she will spend time with you. And she drive if she live two hours from you, she will drive two hours to come fuck with you and won't ask yeah. you for nothing, bro. She won't ask you to pay for a day off. She won't actually pay for gas. If a woman is willing to see you, she will come see you, bro. Don't and that, don't that go both ways. This. That go both ways. Because you know what that shit is, Mo? That shit is manipulation. That's yeah. manip you can't see me unless you pay. Yeah, like you trying to manipulate somebody to think the way that you like, no, bro. I don't have to talk about PTO, bro. That's why you get paid. That's what PTO is. Paid time off. Yeah. So yeah. You use the PTO and I gotta pay you. Hey man, not on my watch. Yeah, <laughs> this shit is goofy. You feel like people just be bored, man. They be bored. I honestly feel like that should just be a cesspool of boredom, bro. These motherfuckers just be coming up with outlet because, like you, like you said, in the real world, in the real world, that was you think yeah. in the real world. A lot of that shit is not going on, bro. That shit is not going on, bro. Like, no, that shit was crazy. I seen that today, bro. And they trying to dress it, make it look more more appealing. No. If you want to stand on some shit, take what what standing on that shit is. That's what that is. They, and it's they want, they're trying to make, they trying it's, to make it's that shit wrong sound. That, but that's what that is. I see a lot of women stand on that shit, bro. Like, no, nah, this is what I do. Yeah, I had X amount of trains ran on. Yeah, I did. This is what I do. But the rest of them, they trying to straddle the fence, bro. You can't straddle the fence with this shit, bro. That's yeah. just and now you got people who really doing this shit for real, and they—that's what it is. 
<laughs> that shit was hilarious though, dog. We got a good laugh off the piece today, bro. Like, oh, low. Oh, the one, the one, that other one was that one was that one was killing me too though. When the when the girl was like. She stopped talking to her dude when she found when she found out he be buying pussy and shit like that. <laughs> Why you ain't paying nothing for me? Like, listen to how <laughs> listen, listen to how you sound. Cause dogs said, listen, there was another tweet that that a lot of there was a lot of Tweedledees and Tweedledums off this tweet. Yeah. <laughs> dog, dog specifically said, I'm not paying no woman to kick it with me when I can just go buy it. You yeah. see why would I? Why would I pay you to spend time with me when I could just go buy a pussy? That shit don't make sense. And then, of it's course, not, that's not even genuine. It's not genuine. So even in the quotes they was doing anything transactional is is that's 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 dead. That's dead. I saw, I saw the tweet. There was like, if, if a man want to pay a woman for her time, y'all making some um some sexual shit, and that's corny. Like a a, one, a girls was tweeting that shit, and it was girls dragging her like nigga like. This what's what the fuck wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, like that should be hilarious. That's why I said like you can't really let this shit go on because like a lot of this shit don't matter, man. Like it don't matter, man. Yeah, it don't. If somebody want to spend time with you and this go for men and women, they will spend time with you. They'll put time aside to hey, yeah, I'll be off tomorrow. I'm gonna come see you. Da da da. This and the third, all that extra shit. Kill it, man. Because I'm gonna be real. Let's be real. I'm gonna get in my Jordan back. Shout out my dog Jordan Overhill podcast. A large percentage of you women is not getting that question anyway. Like y'all not getting that offer extended to you anyway. Like you're not. Like that's just what it is. And that goes both ways. Like out of ten, how many niggas is really acting or telling them, yeah, I'll pay for your day off if you spend time with me? Out of of ten, out of ten dudes, how many dudes actually really offering that? Who really gonna offer that? Maybe one, maybe that, one, and I'm thinking one too. I'm thinking one too, bro. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them not getting that offer, and a lot of us not extending that offer. So, like, let's just let's just be real. Let's cut the fat off of this. <laughs> this don't apply to a lot of us. Hey, man, I'm just saying, bro. Like, it is what it is. Like. That shit, was, that shit was hilarious, man. But yeah, I, I needed to throw that little nugget out there, man. That shit yeah, was hilarious. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about um we didn't get a chance to talk about this shit last week, but um the shit with uh I had seen and then you can speak to this because you're a father. When Nick Cam was talking about like how now he kind of regret having all these kids because he spread too thin. And me and you never really on topic at first because we felt like it was stupid like you know that was his business at the end of the day the baby moms wasn't complaining but now the first one is starting to complain and when the first one's starting to complain and it's Mariah Carey it may be a problem and then with his comments it's kind of like because for me honestly bro I can never see myself in my life ever having no more than to be honest three kids so I can't even imagine even with all the money in the world having 12 and then I like even with Akon comments, I kind of felt like he was kind of stupid in my opinion because he was talking to the girl and she was like, "Well, what about recitals and all?" He was like, "Recitals? That's a white man shit. Like, my job is to provide for you, take care of you." And she was like, "What about the time? Like, the time matters. Money don't fix everything." He's like, "But my duty as a father is to make sure that you eat, have clothes on your back." He said, "With his nine kids, he's in all his nine kids' lives and he spends time with all of them." 
But at my t in my opinion, bro, it's kind of hard pressed to to do that because you got to be making that money to provide for nine, twelve kids too. Especially if y'all not in the same house either. Especially if y'all not in the same house, bro. Like I know we trip off the little vibe video with my dog. You know he got the money going down, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got thirty kids. He's not spending time with all of them like that. They, that's that's gonna fuck with them as they get older, bro. Like I think it is. A res I, I think I'm kind of understand more now of people who was like, yeah, Nick Cannon on some wild shit. But I always felt like Nick Cannon was having all these kids because he was afraid of dying, and he really wanted to leave a, a a strong lineage behind. But I still feel like there's a responsibility that comes with spreading your seed around like that. Yeah, because I'm especially, not a like I say, if, if you're not, especially like if you having them in. In separate houses, if you have mother kids in separate houses, I mean, yeah, like there's no there's no humanly way possible you spend a time with eleven kids every day. No, you're not. You're not at all. And my whole thing is now is like Nick gotta take what come with that, bro. Like you got to strap on your boots, bro. Yeah, I mean you did that. So I mean And you were standing on this shit. You see what I'm saying? You yeah, you standing on this shit. You got five yeah. you got five, six baby mamas and twelve kids, man. Like he done lost kids and all. God bless, but he done lost kids and all. So you gotta make the time, bro. You gotta yeah. make gotta make sacrifices. Cause your kids gotta come first. It ain't always about the money. It's not all about the money, man. It's not all about the money. I think a lot of them feel like as long as you provided money, your kids are good. But that's nah, not it's, it's about it's about balance because yeah, you need bread to take care of them, but you gotta structure it to where you getting that bread, but you still taking out that time or you making the time. So, you know, he's got, he got, he got to figure it out. I mean, he did it. So we got to figure that shit out. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I look at it like, bro, I know he going through hell Christmas day, bro. Going through hell and like just try to get all the baby mamas on the same page. See, my dog Dad Rose ain't going out like that. Oh, D D Rose, D Rose, my dog, D, D Rose, Rose out hey, like man. that. Hey man, D Rose, D Rose got he he. That's a good brother to me, man. See, that's why he one of my top four favorite players of all time. That's he, he, he that's a that's a good brother over there, man. I'm told a little bit, but no, shout out to D Rose because I mean that's how you supposed to handle shit, man. Um. If y'all know, we talking about Dad Rose had it to where, you know, he was able to get his his baby mother and his fiance to, like, do the matching pajama PJ party, you know, for the kids on Christmas night so they can open up, you know, the gifts and shit like that. And, you know, I think a lot of a lot of men out here would, would long for some shit like that. You see, Even on a regular level, like, get their baby mama and their current wife, a girlfriend, a fiance on the same page to do some shit like that for the kids. So I just felt like that, that's, that's, that's something that, you know, can essentially... That's dope. That mean that mean more to the kids than anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause you know, and also you know, Derrick Rose in this situation, like Nick Cannon, he got to get up at six a.m. Go to this one house and hop over here about seven thirty. Hop over at the number one about ten. Hop over another one about one o'clock. <laughs> he got everybody under one household. You see what I'm saying? So, hey man, I'm with that. Mo, you can ever see yourself doing something like that. I mean, I've I've done something like that before, not like on some have my baby mom and and uh and girlfriend like together, but I've I've been in situations where you just gotta be mature about it about it. But I don't know, bro. Like, uh, you I don't see myself. You think if you was to present like a a matching pajamas party to your baby mother and your girlfriend, they would be down for that? 
I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I know. Side eyes just now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Boom, bro. I was just actually, you know, just acting. no, no. You good? You good, bro? I, I just, I don't know. I don't I know. like that. No, you good, bro? I, I, I really don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because with you know, with Derek, with Derek's situation, you know, him and his fiance got two kids, and then of course his baby mama, he got a kid with them. I know you don't have a kid with your your current girlfriend, but if that was ever to be like a thing, you know, y'all got kids together and, you, of course, you got one with your baby mother. You know, you want all the kids under there. So, of course, they would want to be there because they kid there. If you was to just throw that option out there, you think they would be down for that shit? I mean, if it, if it was on some, if it all, like, like, uh, it all comes down to how how your your relationship is with, with each one of those. And all of this is a conversation separately and then Maybe together with all all three parties. So, you know, as long as niggas is mature, then you know it shouldn't be no it shouldn't be no problem because it's all about the kids. But me asking me that personally, I just don't know at this point. I don't know. I just I don't, I'm not saying anything bad. I just don't know how that would go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't when I when I was laughing real. I wasn't like on some being trying to be messy. So I just don't know like how that would go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That, that is funny though. Think about that because it's like no, a lot of niggas will laugh at that. Shit. Like damn, yeah. work? could that shit work? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> you gotta make sure good on good, good, good pages too. Because yeah, Rose, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's a good place with both you're dealing with two women that was one that's y'all. You both had intimate feelings with both of these women at some point in time. One currently, one in the past. Y'all created a child, and then it's like you know. It's a lot of dynamics in that room, bro. So it's like you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That shit. That shit was. But honestly, though, that sound like just based off his demeanor, how he's carried. So I'm not surprised that Derrick Rose is able to make some shit like that work because he never been a drama full person, right? He he never been a drama filled person, bro. So I'm not surprised. It makes sense with D Rose. Yeah, I'm not surprised able to get some shit like that pumping. I'm not surprised at all. Uh, but uh, as far as Nick Cannon though, I don't know, buddy. Yeah, he got he got he got to do some other shit, man. He got to figure he got to figure out a, he got to figure out a better way to map out his time because, like, you don't have just two or three kids. That's a little bit more easy to manage, nigga. You got twelve kids, bro. <laughs> so, I mean, you got to figure it out, bro. A lot of humans, bro. That's a, that's a lot of people. I don't think people understand like the amount when you say certain things and then you think about the setting in the group, you'd be like, dog, that's a lot of people, bro. Like, like imagine, imagine, imagine 12 people in your living room right now. Come not on, including dog. you. Not including you, bro. Listen, on a daily basis, even if I had a mansion on a daily basis, nigga, you know how much grocery money that is? That's a lot of people. <laughs> that's a you lot of people. People, paper towel that is. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm gonna get off topic real quick, but it was a it was a tweet. This nigga was getting killed for. He was like, he, <laughs> the nigga was like body, he was like body counts matter because imagine your girl tell you she got 20 bodies and you going to get you going to gas station and the 20 niggas walk in there, you're gonna feel uncomfortable. <laughs> wow. Niggas, <laughs> they was killing that nigga, dog. 
That nigga was like, that's why body counts matter. Imagine your girl tell you she got 20 bodies and you go in a gas station and 20 niggas walk in there. <laughs> niggas is wild, man. That's wild. He had to see that pack coming, though. He had to see Yeah, that. of course. That shit had like 3,000 quotes, bro. <laughs> it was my crazy. Somebody almost got packed up today, but dog deleted the tweet. He was like, "Once I found out she's been on vacation with a dude, it's clipped as far as anything being more than casual." <laughs> uh, like y'all niggas doing a little bit way. Yo, <laughs> that's crazy. Way like damn, bro, she couldn't have been on the vacation with a nigga before. You serious? That's crazy. And that's. <laughs> Oh, this that no, that's not even being on no too cool shit. Like, bro, y'all niggas really be doing too much, bro. Like that shit don't matter. That right there. Don't <laughs> Once you've been on vacation with a nigga, it's clipped. <laughs> it's clipped. Well, if she done that nigga for like three, four years, bro. They going on a vacation, bro. Like, they taking a trip, bro. And that probably could have been the only one. So now you going, you going dub her off the one off. I don't have I don't have relationships where going on a trip was how we really got going. Like that was before niggas was was weird on the trip shit though. But yeah, you know, you know why? Because you did a you did a you did a thorough process of knowing. The yeah, 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 yeah. That was like one of the first talk, big uh, things we did together. Niggas talk about fucking fucking dinner date. Let's 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 book a trip. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't what it was. It was like a trip, like the first the first eight nine months type shit. Like that was like one of the first yeah. things. Like that. Means- that makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, nah, bro. Niggas is wilding, bro. That shit was wild. I'm like, all right, man. Y'all niggas trying to be a little bit too, how y'all like to say, cleanly cleansed with the shit. Like, come on, man. No, 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 bro. That, that shit 20, is- that 20, that 20 niggas in the gas station had me rolling the line a lot. That shit is hilarious. I can't front, bro. That shit is <laughs> Oh shit, man! What's up with Bow? What's up with JD saying he started one hundred and six apart? Drag Bow Wow into that shit. I don't know, man. I don't even understand what them niggas got going on. That shit sounds crazy as hell, man. Bow Wow, so from that shit immediately, like, and I cap. And then that shit, that shit got that shit, that shit crazy because now you got the Brad commenting on this shit, like he. Like it's a family, ma- like a serious family matter, and all that other shit. Which I get, they are they 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 are family. Like we being technical, but if the man lying about some shit like that, that's crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I say all that to say that. Like why would you lie about creating one or two some park? Like saying you had an idea and you pitched it to somebody is way different from saying you started some shit. You created it. Like, created. You did not fund any production for that show, bro. Like you didn't do none of that. Like, no, you did not do that. It, so he's his his thing is he gave uh, the producers the idea for it, but they still created the show. No, he said I created it. He said I went to such and such Stephen Hill, and Stephen Hill had a uh, comment in too, which means like, yeah, your idea and my idea of how the show started is completely different, but it's still all love, brother. You know what I'm saying? But JD was standing on basically like, yeah, I created the show. I wanted a show where black, you know, how they was doing on TRL. TRL had all the white, you know, stars and all yeah, the white. Yeah. I wanted something for Bow Wow for where they could come and they could see him on a day-to-day basis or other black artists on a day-to-day basis type shit like TRL. So that that was his thing. And he said he told him about it, but he kept saying created. That's where you lose people when you say created. Yeah, you, when you when you saying shit like that, you got to be... You, you gotta just, be careful with your words, cause 
You know, you saying you created a nigga show, he gonna take offense to that, whether it's all love or not. Like, mm-hmm. that's like if a nigga saying, "Hey, I created. We're just the messengers," but nigga, no, you didn't. Like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like you weren't on that text message thread. Like, when we, when we no. basically created this shit. Like, you no, know, you, what I'm saying like you didn't. That's that. Go back to what you were saying, man. Niggas gotta, niggas gotta stop wanting validation for everything, man. Like, JD, JD, better than that. He below, that's below him, bro. That's like, below. Jenny him. better than that, bro. He's a musical legend, bro. Like you're better than that. Before he came out and said that, I knew he ain't started one of six apart. <laughs> I, I knew that before he even said that. So when I heard him say it, I'm like, bro, what are we doing? But see, that I started era. We're in the I started. Hey man, I'm, I started. I started white tees, nigga. Yeah, facts. I wonder who next. Somebody next. Somebody's coming out next with I, I started. Niggas should put out a, a betting line for that shit. Over and under. Who the, who the next nigga gonna stay? I started something. Shit. E-40. I just threw a name out there. I don't know. <laughs> E-40. E-40. Oh, E-40, man. E-40 money line. Minus 400. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I'm just saying he shit. Might, he minus 400. He, he, not, he not a favorite. <laughs> Well, he is a favorite minus four hundred. That means you, you think he is gonna say something soon. Yeah, yeah, he gonna say he gonna say something next. E forty. I really want to put my. I really want to say Fab. I'm itching for Fab to say something. He started something. I don't know what though. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he, he next in line to say I started some shit. I don't know why. Hey man, Fab Wild out here wearing uh, crop top furs. Man, he got a tight. But wow, because the color the color coordination was fire, but the pieces is ass. Yeah. That, I mean, I'm gonna be real. Those boots, that dark not, gray, that dark gray with the pink, that shit, that that's a good color combo. But the pieces, that was they, gray. I thought it was black, huh? I thought that was all black. He had on. It looked like a dark gray, bro. I could yeah, be wrong. yeah, yeah. But a gray, a gray offset better than that black. Yeah, person. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that charcoal looking type. Honestly, the first shouldn't have just been that. First shouldn't have been a crop that top fur. That killed it. That killed it. Yeah, that that, that killed it. Yeah. But I wouldn't have did that scully neither. But it was he should have just did the boots in like a regular size mink. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was some better pants. Top but like fur is is crazy. Uh, fabulous wearing a crop top fur is crazy. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, nigga, your first stop at your at your belly button. Like, that's crazy. No, I got that juicy that's, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> Marty say house of Darion. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Y'all is crazy, yeah. bro. Five better than that, man. Five better than that too. I ain't heard House of Darion in years. Hey man, that, that was Beyonce shit, man. She said she said Rockaway 80 million in 18 months. Yeah, okay. Where that shit at now? She's probably sold that shit. I remember seeing that shit in the city trends before a long time that ago. That ain't got bigger than fat form though, I tell you that. Oh hell no! Fat farm was that was the shit, shit right there. Baby fat, bro. That shit ain't yeah, baby me. fat. Yeah, the baby fat shit. Shout out to the shout out to the girls in the middle school, high school era who had the baby fat coats on with, with them, the hot with them velour with them velour baby fat suits, man. With the hot Cheetos in the pockets, man. You know. Hey, don't do the baby fat shoes though. No baby <laughs> fat shoes, bro. Please no. <laughs> them shoes look crazy, and then niggas used to wear them shit beat up and shit. Them shoes look so crazy. crazy. Man, that shit dead beat, man. That shit not even like, white. Like, girl, your, your baby fats are, are cooked. Like, stop it. Uh, this is a cook. 
Cause niggas used to do the the girls to do the baby fastings. I remember niggas used to have the uh, fat farm sneakers. Yeah, certain shit wasn't getting no burn, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it, bro. <laughs> like a lot of sneakers that try to come out that try to get some burn, that shit ain't getting no burn, bro. No. Yeah, I remember when the game had a sneaker, Nas had a sneaker. Remember when when Rock had an NBA sneaker? It had the NBA logo on it. It looked like an Air Force One. Who, uh, talking about Jay Z? No, Reebok. Oh yeah, the Reebok, the freestyles. It was an NBA logo on the. I'm talking about because Al Nobs used to wear them shit when he wasn't when he when he was off court. Oh my god, this was ass. Al Nobs used to wear them shit because he couldn't wear Air Force Ones, so that he was wearing them shit. Oh, that's nasty as fuck. Yeah, that is. That's nasty. That was nasty. We come a long way when it comes to sneakers and niggas trying some new shit, man. Shout out to Stefan Marbury, though, man. He tried to hold it down with the Stephen Berry shit, man. He tried to hold it down, man. But I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't copping no Stephen Berry, bro. I ain't gonna no, hold I ain't, it. Co- I ain't copping no Stephen Berry. That's, that's cooked. And I'm sorry, nigga. Come pull up with them shit. I did have some and ones at one time, though. I will say that. I- yeah, I had, I had some Thai cheese before. Yeah. And one, and one definitely got my money like 03, 04. Sure. Now and one and one is in Walmart now. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. That's like a Walmart brand now. Niggas ain't buying that shit. Yeah. Niggas ain't buying that shit. <laughs> I went into the um I went to the store the other day and just even like the just the whole setup for sneakers now is different. Like it's really not what it used to be. Like when you all the sneakers that you do want be in boutiques now. Yeah, that one, the feeling gone. Like the feeling is gone. All the sneakers, all the sneakers that you would have wanted don't even have proper in-store releases. It's online. Online. And then that there's another, there's a new store across from the uh the Lids Team Wiz store. It's a sneaker store. It looks like a sneaker Swish. Booth. What's it called? Swish. Swish. Oh, okay, yeah. They in there now. Then you got the one in Tenga Outlet. You see what I'm saying? Cola kick. So a lot of them boutiques, man, is, is coming up. But I mean they charge they charging up there too. You gonna pay. I mean, that's the thing. Niggas is paying, so that's where we at now, man. Y'all know my stance on it on most of that shit, but you know, niggas, niggas paying. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, throw it, go ahead, throw it to June Tile, man. Hey man, I'm fucking with June Tile, man. I'm I'm fucking with June Tile, man. Shout out, I'm team June Tile. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some good, there's some good people crazy. over there, man. Hey, man, I remember when you first told me about that shit a few years ago, and we was comparing the materials, and I asked my boy, uh, shout my boy Rain out of Vancouver. He was saying the same thing, like, bro, you really can't tell the difference between, like, a lot of this shit. Anyways, just one is not authenticated officially, and one isn't. You can't tell the difference in materials because it's the same material. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were saying. It's like, bro, it's, it's the same material, bro. Like, one is just not authenticated and one is not. Hey, man. I know what I know, and people supposedly know what they know. So <laughs> that's why that's why I leave people alone there, man. More power to them hitting on them raffles and shit. Man, man, that shit is dog. Them raffles is a no go for the dog. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all with man. I mean, honestly, I want a New Balance wave anyway. Like I really been copping a lot more New Balances lately. I mean, they've been coming out with some stylish shit, and of course, they always been comfortable. But like the yeah. honestly, what it released for me is kind of added me now, bro. Like that shit is, eh. 
it ain't it ain't it ain't the same no more. I mean, that should just but more, it's not even that. It's like not only have we had this shit probably once or twice over, I know that shit gonna come out again one day, and I done had yeah. it already. It's gonna come so, right back out. I'm, I'm I ain't gonna lie though. Like I, I want I want them white semen threes, but it's like okay. If I get if I don't small power to you dog. They'll be back out another three, four years. For sure. And it's like a lot of this shit just gonna keep rotating, keep rotating, keep rotating. Um, so yeah, man, that's why I'm at with it. John Morant just had a uh, his his signature release on Christmas Day. What you think yeah. about that? I'm saying it's a fake uh Kobe fake Kobe six or some shit like that. Kobe six. Uh I can see the comparisons, but well, I mean, four, they got a lot right? of, they got a they got a lot of differences from the Kobe six, but I can see like it's a low cut shoe. A lot of a lot of these dudes want a low cut shoe, so like of course you're gonna get that Kobe comparison. I can't really argue that, but I, I like John Morant's shoe. Mm. I like it. I had a problem with it. Um, we know they're gonna go crazy. They're gonna go crazy with the colorways. He gonna have a crazy uh, All Star weekend colorway. Yeah, I'm interested. That that's my thing. I want to see the uh, the the different colors that they come out with. Now, it would have been dope, you know. They signed Jaw. That shit with Kyrie never happened. You got Kyrie Jaw. Uh, Katie kind of had a resurgence with his shoe. A lot of people liking the new LeBron. That just would have added another, you know, notch to the All Star potential All Star release this year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, of course, Kyrie not there no more. So you know, it is what it is, man. I know, I know they're gonna give him. They're gonna give him a good one for All Star week for All Star break though, for sure. Cause we'll never see another All Star Weekend like 2012, bro. The greatest. That shit was. That shit kind of changed shit as far as online releases go. Ain't game changer, bro. The greatest All Star Weekend ever for sneakers, ever. Will you will you rank out of those uh, models that came out? Where do you rank those as far as that particular shoe? Like like that LeBron. Will you put that in like the top LeBrons all time? Probably nine to eight. The out of all the colorways, like out of every model, every colorway, that's a top ten. Yeah, for sure. The galaxy. I'd say, yeah. I'd say that's like a top. That might, yeah, you rest top ten. It's it's five. It's five that's smoking those. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Kobe would definitely be up there. KD shit was up there, and then the phone, the phone posit galaxy. That was the one that really did it. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think they that that that's a good question for the phones? What do you think that rank as far as all the phone colorways? Top five. Top Gotta five. Be. I would. Off. I couldn't argue that. I couldn't argue off. that. It's some fire phones though, but I couldn't argue that. Yeah, off the hype alone, that weekend just did so much changing for releases. Period. Like on. I remember. I remember seeing niggas was trying to trade used cars for they for for a pair of those phones. And niggas was like, I, I got a. I got a '98. Uh, I got a '98 Accord Honda. I traded for my for the phones. Niggas had to pull out the horses for them niggas, man. Yeah, they, they had, had to, to go. They had to go horse back. control. The only shoe that I seen do that was in New York when the uh when the Staple SB Dunks came out. They had to call the horses for those. They they brought the horse patrol for those because it was like a riot out there. They had to call riot patrol and all for um for Staple for the Staple Dunks. Bro, this shit was crazy. That shit was madness, bro. That shit was mad. But yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, shout out, shout out to y'all niggas holding it down on the secret tip, man, and not getting not getting fucked over. 
And hey, if you always hitting on the on the singers app, salute to you. I ain't never hitting on that motherfucker. Yeah, man. It's a lot of niggas hitting on it for real though, for sure. Just and not me. I'm cool on that. So uh Avery just became head coach of Bethune Cookman, man. That's fire. Yeah, That's fire, I, man. I thought Avery would have got a Miami job a few years ago. I thought that too, but I mean, this this even better though. He's still in Florida. He had a black college. I mean, this that's fire, bro. That's fire. Now. I already see. I already see what people saying about Avery and the Dion. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and address this right now. What are they saying? You no, know, it's like, oh, y'all y'all gonna be mad if he if he leave and da because Avery ain't coming out and saying he doing it for HBCUs. Yeah, yeah. He he honestly, because like I said with Dion, if he would have just been doing this for his personal coaching career, I have no beef with it, and I'm saying but it he, now. It's it's the it's the way he phrased it coming yeah. in. It appears to me that Ed Reed is using this to launch his personal coaching career. I ain't got no. Beef I have with no it. problem with that. He have a he didn't have a a press conference stating how he did this. He's he's trying to make a a cultural shift for HBCU. Now, and if I, he if he if he says that if he says that later on down his coaching career, or if he wants to stay at Bethune Cookman and try to build them up, he got to he got to stand on that. And I still I still support him either way, but he's not coming in saying any of that. Yeah, they was forgetting that Dion was parading around saying, you know, I'm doing this for I'm doing this for culture show. I'm trying to change the culture around HBCUs. You went on I Am Athlete and you and Shannon Tatum had a great debate about that, and you pro- and you end up proving and, Shannon, and you end up proving them right. You said Tatum. I mean, uh, Crowder. Shannon. My bad. I'm sorry. No, I you, mean, you end you end up you end up proving him right in the long run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think like niggas gotta remember the context of how or why he's getting slandered. Like it's not like we just woke up and was like, nah, fuck Dion. We never did that. Like ever. Not one time. Not one time, bro. So yeah, salute to Ed Reed on with him on that. You know, it was dope to see him get that done. Hopefully that, you know, that propels his coach career. He has a success at Badoon Cookman. And you know, shout out to them for giving him an opportunity as well. Um, you know. You already know how I feel about Avery. Greatest safety of all time. My favorite player of all time. Um, so, yeah, man, that's good to see Avery. And it's like, it's crazy, man. These niggas just was pick six and shit to the house, man. And these niggas is coaches now, bro. Like, that shit crazy. That shit was crazy. Avery got kids? I don't know if Avery got kids. I don't know. But so He should have kids playing ball if he do. I know he probably going to have them on the field if he do. Avery is 44 years old, bro. Yeah. You believe I appreciate that? got a kid or two. I still can't believe he's already 44, bro. Like, 08 seemed like yesterday. I still remember that pick six he took versus the Eagles to the crib, man. So, yeah. Yeah, man, we're going to see. So, uh, you think y'all boys going to make the playoffs, man? What's it looking probably, like? With probably not. I mean, they saying. Uh, y'all need help? Saying, I don't. I don't. I don't. <sighs> see, it's easy to say Mac Jones been bad or we had quarterback uh, issues, but our offensive play calling ain't been good. We ain't really put them boys in position to even, you know, take any chances. Like, y'all want Mac Jones to throw the ball. Then sometimes y'all don't want him to throw the ball. But, I mean, Brad not going to really learn anything unless you give him the keys. Like, you got to let him make the mistakes to grow. 
this this is this is what separates niggas like Mac Jones and Justin Herbert. Herbert got the keys to that offense through and through. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying he's the same talent as Justin Herbert. He could be in that same realm, but you got to give niggas a chance, bro. Mm-hmm. But if you're not giving them the chance, then ultimately you're not you're not giving them you know that opportunity to to, to really show you what they can do. So, you know, do do we make the playoffs? Probably not. Um, I ain't tripping either way. I'm cool if we don't. Or or if we do. It don't matter to me at this point. Cause this this season kind of just been and we ain't never we ain't never we never like made a, a push to to show that we that we are better or the best in our division or we you know, we just been at a plateau. It was never like a you know. Mm-hmm. So it don't really matter to me, honestly. Do you see a situation where y'all bringing in a different quarterback next year, or you still want to roll with Mac? Um, if we bring a new quarterback, it's gonna be the same shit. If y'all caught in the same place, y'all the offensive coordinators ain't really been that good this year. Like our, like we ain't been that good on that side. So you know, defense been you know keeping us in games for the most part or doing what they can. But like, like it's a balance. We gotta help y'all. Gotta help each other out, and that ain't been happening. Mm. So it is what it is, man. If we do bring another quarterback in, who even gonna bring? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Derek Carr might be on the uh, trade market in the all season. Yeah, I saw that, and I I don't have a problem getting Derek Carr if we can get him for a good number, or we can get him like if a good deal come with that. But and you know, I don't feel like Mac, we're gonna sit re- Mac Jones down for what now? If we, yeah, if, if y'all have if y'all will have the same play call, and if you get Derek Carr, we'll, you never have the same results. You never have any better results. Yeah, I don't feel like Derek Carr is moving the needle, man. Yeah, he don't. He don't. You know, we, if, if, like I said, like if it's a situation like we, we of Mac Jones get hurt and he's still available or some shit like that, then I'm cool. But I'm not. I'm not seeing Derek Carr taking us to Super Bowl because he would have been did that on his on his in his prior years. I feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. Um, as far as us, man, we win and we in. That's it. We win our last two games. We in the playoffs. Got the Bucs. We got last two. We got at Tampa Bay, at New Orleans. And honestly, mm. my confidence is like so up there, even with the injury to J.C. Horn. I'm really not worried about Tampa Bay, bro. And I see a lot of the, you know, as soon as last week was over on Sunday, the odds for Tampa was five and a half favorites. Now they three-point three favorites. And I'm seeing the match predicted go from it was swinging on Tampa Bay side. Now we're 55% favorite doing i'm like no i keep that same energy but hey, mm. uh, how y'all move that line so fast though you mm. know what I'm saying? they must they must know something we don't oh man i don't even think honestly bro if we clicking like how we supposed to i don't think this game is close yeah i honestly Tampa bay has been really bad this year they've been bad bro and it's like <laughs> i look at the cardinal game and i'm like oh shit, like these niggas are not good they're not good and I really see a situation where we go into Tampa on Sunday and we put our foot in their ass, bro. I wouldn't argue that because Tampa Bay, like we say, they're not good at basketball at football this season. I don't know what the fuck going on with them as a team, but they've been bad on both sides of the ball. And you know, like you say, that 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 Cardinal, even the Cardinals game is like, y'all wasn't even supposed to win this game. Like so 
I'm gonna just be real. Y'all, I can see y'all beating them boys. Like, not even on no no fluke shit, like an outright win. Like, <laughs> we can we can straight up go in there, handle business, and go to New Orleans, handle business, and then you know host Dallas for the wild card weekend, man. And I hopefully that happens because I will be in that motherfucker. You going? I will 100% be in there. We play. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking not, that pilgrimage, bro. I'm not missing that, bro. Mm-mm. I can't miss that. I'm sorry. I got to be in the building. I got to be I in see. the building. Because I think we I could see. beat. <laughs> Boy, if y'all beat Dallas on a wild card, bro. Dallas would have to blow it up low-key. You think so? That's been what? Dak, Dak what, 2017? But Z- you got to think about that contract, though. I mean, he ain't going Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. But that's that's gonna look ugly on them. That's gonna look ugly on them. That's a team that always that's that's had Super Bowl aspirations for the last three seasons, at least three to four seasons. Yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna look really bad on them boys if they lose wild card. No offense to y'all, but if they lose to y'all wild card is like right because they're favored. They they they're projected to go further than us. That's fair. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they just I don't know. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be madness. <laughs> I seen I seen a picture of Carl Malone and Michael Jordan when, when he was with the Wizards talking about this will be Josh Norman and Julio Jones on Sunday. I'm like, mm. I, when I seen that we signed Josh Norman, I'm like, why, man? That's crazy. This is not 2015, bro. Hey, bro, it's, 2015, that's a good crazy how a few years changed things because Josh Norman was that guy in 2015. Seven years. It's That's been crazy. Seven. You are 35 years old, man. <laughs> a corner at that. A corner. Ain't too many DBs playing at 35 corner at elite level. It's only been two. Charles Woodson and Deion Sanders. And shout out to Rod Woodson. Josh Norman, I can't see him doing anything for us. I don't want to see him get no PT. And get <laughs> And guess what number he wearing? Number six. He got a single digit number. I'm oh like, oh my god! See, see. You already know. Now, now, now he pick. he gotta get at least one pick. He gotta get at least one pick. Well, he like getting no picks, bro. He, ain't get he no gotta pick. get one. He gotta get one. You rocking the because single. nobody asked you to do that. Nobody told you to get six, my nigga. Why you ain't get? 20? Nobody told you to do that. Why you ain't get 20, 20 or something? Twenty one, twenty two. You know what I'm saying? 30 something. You gotta go and get number six. See, now you, you got to- you better be getting jiggy out there. <laughs> nah, like nah. I gotta be consistent. You want you go defensive niggas, y'all go single digit. Y'all need to be getting jiggy out there. Yeah, man. Niggas got it. Niggas getting jiggy with the single digits, man. You gotta go out there and do something, man. But you know, hopefully, man. We get the shit pumping. I'm just confident. I like the way Steve Wilkes got the team rocking out as far as on a week-to-week basis. I can tell we don't really look ahead. That's why, like, after the Steelers loss, I wasn't really tripping because I felt like the Steelers just, you know, they handle business. They outmanned us. And I can yeah. tell. So I can tell when we went and played Detroit, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, these niggas really was prepared this week. Like, we was manhandling the trenches, like how it's supposed to be in. Pass the game was even a little bit good. Sam Donald's been, you know, playing mistake-free football. But I honestly feel like we're gonna win these last two games, host a playoff game, get a dub, and that'll be a that that will be a win for me. Winning the division off this season is enough for me, but winning a playoff game will definitely put the icing on the cake. 
It definitely put the ice on the cake. Yeah, sure. y'all had a lot going on. So a to lot. get that far, to get that far, and then actually win a playoff game, that was that's a you can't make it like that up as far as the season goes. So nah, yeah. Hell no. So we'll be interested to see, man. We got a few more days left into the new year, man. Um this would be the last show of 2022, man. Uh what y'all think about the year, man? Before we wrap this shit up, what's y'all thoughts on Drew? If you still there, um, what's y'all thoughts on how twenty twenty two was, man? I feel like it was this. I say this every year, but I feel like this definitely was one of the fastest years of my life for sure. This was this a year for me personally. This a year that really lets you know how quick a year can go, and I mean that like as far as of course like the social aspect, how quick a year go, but. Just if on a personal note, like, you know, like this adult shit, not easy. You know what I'm saying? Especially like when you got responsibilities and kids and shit like that. But you'll figure out this is a year that I really found out how short a year really is, bro. In terms of just everything. like, Yeah. So. And how fast. Like even, you know, speaking, I don't want to get on the, on the dark side of it. But like even the losses we done had. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's just unexpected, the unexpectedness of it. Like, you can't ever take life for granted. Never take life for granted, bro. Um, and if you're working towards something, just be patient, but continue to work. That's another thing I learned. Like, if you work and build the foundation, you will be paid tremendously for it. You see what I'm saying? Like, you just got to continue to keep your head down, keep it pushing, and continue to work. And, you know... 2023 before you know it man shit we'll be talking about this coming going into 2024 you see what i'm saying yeah <laughs> it's definitely yeah. I, I see i see great things on the horizon of 2023 though but everybody just continue to be safe like i said we got three more days oh we got the college football playoff on saturday man yeah i was just yeah. watching the game i was in the gym yeah. early i think that was uh was what team was that man Duke and uh, Central Florida was playing military bowl. Hey, do, do the Plumley the, the Plumley brothers in the NBA? Do they got another brother? I have no idea. This was, the quarterback from UCF, his last name was Plumley. I meant to Google that shit earlier. Mm. Yeah, so we got Michigan versus TCU Saturday, and then we got Georgia versus Ohio State. Who you think gonna take that? I got TCU and Georgia. Mm, you you say Michigan, Michigan play T- TCU, right? Yeah. Hey, I got TCU winning that, and then I got Georgia. I got Michigan versus Georgia for the Natty. Mm. It's gonna yeah. be a good. Some, them gonna be some good games. Though. I'm definitely yeah. pull somewhere and watch them shit. Games, man. But as we wrap up 2023, man, um, like always, man, always shout out to the supporters, listeners. We wouldn't be here without y'all. Y'all definitely uh, motivate us to keep us going. All your text messages, your DMs, that shit is needed. You know what I'm saying? And it's um, it's very appreciative to know that y'all know y'all tune into us. You know, if we don't drop y'all asking us where we at, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, this shit not easy, you know, just being still being regular dudes. And we just hit our six year mark, man. We we did, it, it we passed it uh, December 18th, man. We hit six years, so. It's crazy to think we already six years in this shit, man. And I think it just we could pat ourselves on the back, man, because a lot of people 
don't we've seen a lot of podcasts start and go away start go away start go away and you know we came into it when it was like really really fresh and niggas didn't really see what this shit can be and now here we are 2022 you see countless deals being made you know people getting on networks with podcast deals everybody starting a podcast a lot of them is some dope shit and my my biggest advice is man if you're starting a podcast man you know, shout out my boy Shaggy out of Baltimore. He got a podcast that's out pumping. Shout out Jordan. He got a podcast that's pumping. Um, niggas just got to stay consistent, man. Stay consistent and, you know, just keep that shit rolling. Before you, shit, you look up, you be at four, then you be at six. And it's crazy to think, bro, we already at the six-year mark, bro. We done surpassed the six-year mark. Yeah. Yeah, that's really crazy. Like, I honestly, I, it's still, I don't really really it it kind of be hit me that we really that that far in like is we don't really pay attention to that that much but yeah man six years bro six like i said before six more to go six more to keep on giving y'all content and beyond and beyond man like this shit here bro this shit really is a grind man this shit really is a grind and be on this shit damn near every week of the year almost like it i was just even back out our last couple years because somebody hit me today and it was like man since y'all first started versus now it's like night and day like you definitely see the improvement and you know i was even looking to where some weeks we miss it honestly bro like we really ain't missed it. i think the only week we really missed was the one last week and then when we went to jacksonville for random action you know what i'm saying because we had doubled up for for they shit and then we came back and all shit but like just as far as the every Sunday shit bro we literally be in that motherfucker do work Sundays bro so and I think a lot of people who I like we seen you remember that tweet I sent you a few months back uh you know somebody asking like yo if you started a podcast what happened to it if it didn't continue and we was just seeing all the reasons as to why that shit didn't continue yeah and, and bro, it'd be, like, it'd be, it's it, questions like that interesting because it really be every response under the sun. Every, every. So that just tells you, man. It's brighter. It's brighter. It's brighter things on the horizon with the pod. Like I always say, uh, just shout out to everybody who be holding us down. The people behind the scenes, Drew, of course, been holding us down. Shout out to Stan, the best director on the market. He just had a birthday. Happy birthday to you, my nigga. Um, and everybody who just make this shit go, man. Just glad that niggas could be here for y'all, man. Just keep this shit pushing. That's how I know, like this shit. This shit is gonna definitely hit some new heights. One day for sure. All day, man, for sure. I even you 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 hit every nail on the on the head, bro. For sure. <clears throat> My dog Drew, I don't know where that nigga at, but he's somewhere on the other side of there. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, bro. On some, on some real shit though, like it's definitely more to come from us, man. Definitely more that we gonna expand on and will expand on. So. Yeah, that's just where I'm at with that. Yes, sir. All right. So, y'all got anything else before we get up out of here? Or what nah, else we got? Good. All right. So, like we say every week on here, man, if you hear anything that gets you in your feelings, you feel some type of way, always remember. We're just some messengers. And we out. <laughs> <laughs>